0: Oh, and welcome back to It's a Musical Podcast, a podcast show where I force my boyfriend to watch musicals he hasn't seen and then we talk about them.
1: And today it really does feel like I am going to be forced and it is not your fault, it is Twitter's fault and Instagram's fault. Yeah. Because what are we going to be watching today, Drew?
0: Who, who has a group of friends so pure and not I'm very excited. (laughs) We're going
1: to be watching Legally Blonde.
0: I love Legally Blonde.
1: Okay, so we put up a poll on Twitter and we put up a poll on Instagram. Yeah. And on Twitter, a lot of votes for Spongebob.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And on Instagram, a lot of votes for Legally Blonde. Yes. Now...
0: Did it weigh out as similar or...? So,
1: on Instagram, it came to 50-50. Yeah. However... I messed up. Yeah. Because when I was setting up the poll on Instagram, mm-hmm. I accidentally voted from the musical account.
0: You so you voted on SpongeBob because you wanted to watch SpongeBob. At, That's cheating.
1: Accidentally.
0: <laughs> that is cheating.
1: Accidentally. Yeah, okay. So obviously it came to 50-50. Mm-hmm. We removed my vote, you know, because we're good people. Mm-hmm. We removed my vote.
0: Yeah.
1: So Legally Blonde won. Yay! Snaps. It got (laughs) 60% of the vote, Mm -hmm. compared to Spongebob getting 40% on Instagram.
0: So we were close.
1: Yeah, on Twitter, Spongebob got 54% of the vote, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and Legally Blonde got
0: 40-ish.
1: Yeah. So when you balance it out...
0: Legally Blonde wins. Legally Blonde wins.
1: So... We are not having nautical nonsense. Instead, we are going to Harvard for some legal nonsense.
0: Yes. So this, this one's going to work a little bit differently because obviously you've seen the films.
1: Yes, I have seen both films with Reese Witherspoon.
0: Yeah. The musical covers just the first movie. Yes. So you know what the plot is.
1: Yes, I know what the plot is. She gets dumped by her boyfriend. Yeah. So she goes to Harvard to try and win him back. However, on the way, she realises that she's got the skills to be a pretty good lawyer. Yeah. And she falls in love with someone else. Mm
0: -hmm. This musical is just a good time.
1: Yeah. It's not one I have to confess I am particularly excited about.
0: Okay. You want to elaborate on that?
1: There are things I have heard about this musical Mm -hmm. that I can't say I'm a fan of. Okay. For instance, the villain being heavily closeted slash gay. What? Doesn't kind of work for me.
0: What? There's a
1: song called Is He Gay or European?
0: That's not about the villain.
1: Is it not about the villain?
0: No. Oh, that's so interesting that you think that.
1: I've heard that sort of thing. Yeah. So for me, that was kind of like, oh, I'm not here for something that has a negative representation of LGBTQ plus. I don't like the idea of the song. At I'm anyway. not going to
0: explain to you the context of that song. Yeah, Obviously we'll see are going to watch it. Personally, and from this is from my personal experience of watching it and my own way that i see it that song is very dated because this musical came out in 2007
1: yeah
0: however it isn't how do i it it basically isn't as bad as it could have been
1: okay
0: because there's an early draft of it that's a lot worse and they took on board feedback and they fixed it and this is as fixed as it was going to be for 2007.
1: Yeah. So I don't like that. It's
0: not about the villain, though.
1: Okay. The other thing I'm not fond of is the stereotype of the dumb blonde.
0: That I what? don't
1: like it in the film as it is.
0: What? Explain. I,
1: I don't like that stereotype of... Obviously, she rises above it. And proves that she can still make it, albeit in her own way.
0: No. No. Oh my God. We're going to get in a fight over this musical. (laughs) The whole point of Legally Blonde is that she has been treated like and expected to act like a dumb blonde her entire life. That is what she's set up to be. To the point that even her parents expect her to be... Lying by a pool for the rest of her life.
1: Which she's quite content to do. Yes,
0: because she doesn't know better. But she has never been given an opportunity to show that she is anything more than that. Which she
1: does, which is great.
0: The whole point of the film and her plotline is her having the realisation that she is more than just a dumb blonde and more than just a hair colour. And everyone around her belittles her to the point that they reduce her to just legally blonde and the whole reason it's called that is because she's learning for herself and also trying to show other people that that has nothing to do with who she is like yes she is the the stereotypical girly blonde, dumb blonde but actually she isn't yeah this movie means a lot to me (laughs) and And this musical means a lot to me
1: (laughs) And Reese Witherspoon is fantastic in it.
0: The whole point is she doesn't... It isn't like she goes to law school and changes law school or she goes to law school and is like, here's my way of doing things. She fits in. She does things the way that they want her to. She goes to class with her laptop. She learns the way that they want her to learn. And she is a lawyer the way that they make her be a lawyer because she can do... Everything exactly yes. the same as everyone else can.
1: Still with her quirky blonde charm.
0: Yeah, but she can turn all of that off. But then there's to. also,
1: I think, the same issue with the representation of her friends who are that way and stay that way.
0: No, or a a lot of the problems I think you're going to have with the the characters, the th- the way that you're thinking about it. I think the musical will get into it more in depth. Okay. Because obviously, with musicals, we get to have the internal monologue of a lot of characters that you're not getting in the film.
1: I just really don't like the stereotype of ditzy female characters that have got nothing more to them than appearance. I've already said to you how that section in Mean Girls the musical where oh,
0: sexy the halloween song
1: i was more thinking that the one of the plastics uh. where it's her internal monologue is i am pretty and my hair is nice <laughs>
0: my name is karen i hate yeah. that bit i, hate I know that. you do
1: yeah i hate that stereotype
0: the difference is karen's a punchline and Belle is a character
1: but the problem is that's still a punchline i'm not a fan of I think it's a really damaging. Yeah, but then again, have.
0: In, in Mean Girls, it's shown that Karen's the emotionally intelligent one. She's not book smart, and the whole point L has always been expected to so be. not So my book worry smart, is, she is if
1: Mean Girls comes out after Legally Blonde, which it does, the musical comic uh, came out more recently. Yeah, and if that's still a problem that I'm having with Mean Girls, imagine what I'm going to have with Legally Blonde, which came out
0: the difference ten is... years before. Legally Blonde is adapting from a movie that came out in two thousand one. Mean Girls is adapting, like in two thousand seven. Yeah, Mean Girls is doing now, but with all of the jokes that were in it when the film came out, which now don't work. Yeah. As opposed to this is a two thousand one movie. This is essentially
1: my problem with it. This is why I'm not excited by it. The film is okay.
0: From what you've just said, you do not understand the characters in this in the movie.
1: It's been a long time since I've watched the movie.
0: If you th- if you think that Elle Woods is a dumb blonde and that that's the joke, then you do not understand her character at all. I
1: fully appreciate and recognise that Elle Woods transcends the dumb it's blonde. not even
0: transcends. She's not a dumb blonde. She doesn't even start out as a dumb blonde. People treat her like she's one. She has a 4.0 average at university. That is the highest grade. Yeah. She gets 175 on her LSAT. That's two points off 100% on her law school exam. Yeah. That is insane. And she does that by studying for a couple of weeks. She's a genius.
1: Which, yeah, is great. And it's supporting characters.
0: And also, I think there's a lot to be said for... This, I was, I could talk about this for a very long time. I was that kid that reached like nine or 10 and hit the, I'm not like other girls, I hate the color pink, internalized like misogyny. That happened to a lot of girls around that age where the idea of doing anything that was considered feminine was like the worst thing you could ever do because to be feminine was to be weak or lesser. And Legally Blonde and L Woods did a lot for my self-esteem as an older teenager. Because I think when I watched it as a kid, I didn't really take it that way. But from the age of like 16 upwards, seeing a female character who could be that badass, that intelligent... And also really, really feminine. Because she is, like you say, over-the-top feminine. But you can be all of those things at once. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with, as a woman, being that way. And also being smart. And, and being, I agree,
1: I agree. Like, There's nothing wrong with being and really blend of everything.
0: For me, she was the first fictional female character I ever saw do that. Yeah. Because even like... Who would have been the big... I mean, Hermione would have been the person before that for me. And I had a lot of problems with... The reason I didn't like Hermione in the books and the movies was because she did the whole, I'm not like other girls, doesn't have any female friends, doesn't know how to talk to other girls because she's rejecting the femininity, which is fine. some people. That's good for some people. But I love that you can have a main protagonist who starts out really really heavily feminine and stays that way she doesn't have to reject her femininity no. to be in the man's world and she I doesn't completely have to lose any part that of that's herself.
1: really awesome
0: very important
1: and very important but like I say I think my other issue with it is primarily the supporting characters don't have the same kind of growth Jennifer Coolidge, yeah, I think has been very guilty of stereotyped performances that haven't helped people, like you've not seen two broke girls
0: I've no interest in seeing
1: but having her cast as this ditzy blonde Russian character, yeah, which she got based off legally blonde, she's continued to do caricature stereotyped characters
0: this is a character that in the musical you get a lot more depth to her. Good.
1: Then fine. Perhaps I will like it more.
0: Yeah, maybe. We'll see.
1: I think this is why I'm trepidatious over it is because kind of
0: mm-hmm. you know The difference is as well how long's the film? Yeah. An hour and a half, maybe? Maybe an hour forty. This musical's like two and a half hours long.
1: I guess my other issue with it is is that not everyone sees it the same way you do. That there are going to be some people that see her as a footnote, as a joke.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And there will be some people that don't take the empowerment message from it. Yeah. And I still think that's an issue where Mm -hmm. maybe you get other characters who are seen as the stereotypes or the ditzy doesn't have much to do about themselves other than the way they dress. Mm -hmm. And that will be the message that some people take away from it.
0: Yeah.
1: That's my worry with it. I don't. Dispute that L goes on a fantastic arc mm-hmm. that she still stays true to her core self. However, she realizes she's so much more than what she thought, mm-hmm. which is great and empowering. That you yeah. can be smart and you can kick ass as a lawyer, as a doctor, whatever profession, and still maintain your femininity. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the same time a few years later. You've got Brittany in Glee, who. Started off as one way, but the second they started making her this ditzy, dumb blonde, they really amplified that characteristic to the point it became a caricature and stupid. And anything that was genuine about Britney got lost.
0: Yeah, I get what you mean.
1: And to me, that's kind of what I've associated Legally Blonde with, as something that could be really progressive and could be really awesome Mm
0: -hmm.
1: isn't. Because people have taken the message the wrong way. Or because everyone's just ignored it, swept onto it. and go, no, we don't think of blonde people that way. Yeah. So that's my worry. But with it's that.
0: actually interesting because if that is the way people do it and they look at it and they're like, well, I don't want to watch this movie about this dumb blonde where the joke is, oh, yeah, how funny is it that she's a dumb blonde and they sweep it under the rug. i making the same mistake that the villains of this movie do. Yeah. Because that's the point. That is how she's treated but
1: you know those are my two concerns
0: okay
1: so musical was it successful yes the musical man who we love on twitter (laughs) recently ran a poll of tony snubs
0: yeah
1: i honestly thought rocky horror picture show was going to win it as like the fan vote of the Mm -hmm. biggest snub legally blonde won it so i know it wasn't Successful at the yes, Tony's
0: yes it was at the Tony's snubbed the year that it was at the Tony's we are the 61st Tony Awards it wasn't even nominated for Best Musical because at the time in 2007 the idea of having a movie that was not a musical and didn't actually have any musical beats to yep. it being made into a very over the top big production musical it was sort of like well why? like why do this? we've all seen the film so what's the point? so it wasn't really getting anywhere as opposed to like the year that Spongebob got nominated when we're all about these big remake musicals
1: what came first? Bring It On or Legally Blonde?
0: Legally Blonde
1: right so is Legally Blonde to blame for all the movie musical adaptations?
0: no Mamma Mia is to fame for all the movie musical adaptations because it is widely accepted that Mamma Mia being made into a movie set the precedent for what movie musical should be like and then sort of reversed itself so that people were looking at these movies and being like that would be a good musical it's a weird one to that get into. That is weird into.
1: because Mamma Mia obviously wasn't that first. I know,
0: it was a mo- uh, stage show first, but it, it's a, okay. It's an in- interesting paradox to get into. I yeah. know uh, we could talk about it for a really long time.
1: So it was snubbed because it was kind of seen as even lower brow than musicals are already perceived.
0: Yeah. The other things that were up uh, this year was Spring Awakening, which was...
1: Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle. Origin story.
0: Mm-hmm. We talked about that recently, didn't we?
1: Yeah, we were watching. We're rewatching Glee. I say you're, we are. You're rewatching Glee whilst I go to the gym.
0: Yeah, it was also up against Mary Poppins because on the other side from why would you make Legally Blonde into a musical, we have the Disney company. Well, this, going... and Disney have been doing that anyway for years, but it's yeah Disney. So and I feel sort like of you accept the start of Disney Broadway, as but well. but also
1: Disney's movies have songs in them like they are yeah. mini musicals Mary Poppins
0: is already a musical It's yes. not a big leap to expect it to go to the no stage. exactly
1: you're adapting what you already have and maybe making a few changes to fill out the running time but it yeah. is already a musical mm-hmm. legally blonde had no music beetlejuice had no music bar dale yeah dale.
0: the fact that they kept that amazing yeah
1: school of Iconic. rock had
0: a couple of songs
1: but not the songs that were in it. The only song it's kept is mm-hmm. School of Rock. Yeah. Okay.
0: So Laura Bell Bundy, who plays Elle, was up for Best Leading Actress in a musical. And we also had Christian Ball, who I love most dearly. Something up. Rotten. Yeah, he is in Something Rotten. Up for Emmett Forrest for Weekly Blonde as well. Both of them lost, basically. Everything lost. They lost Legally Blonde, had seven nominations, It didn't win any of them. And it was unfortunately never going to. It was that kind of year. Yeah. Sadly.
1: But that's fine. I mean, we've seen when we look at the Tonys, there are sometimes... Others that are far more favourable and Mm -hmm. always going to win. I mean, look at the year that Hamilton was up for it. There are sometimes years where you know you're just going to have a winner.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, on the flip side of it, it came here in 2009 and it ran until 2012. And I saw it for my 16th birthday.
1: That's a pretty good run for an American import. Yeah.
0: People loved it in the west end and it won a bunch of olivier awards yes when it was here they got best new musical best performance in a uh, supporting role and best actress in a musical as the sort of top ones sheridan smith was el yes and i missed her by one day
1: i remember that she was in it
0: yeah, she was L until the day before my birthday. So who did you get for it? Susan McFadden replaced Sheridan Smith as L on January 10th, 2011. That is my birthday. That's the day I went to see it. But also, it had Peter Davison as, as... the villain. Yeah. And when he came out to do his bows at the end of the show, we screamed for him. And he looked up at us and waved and then bowed. It's and it was cool. great. Didn't stick around for Stage Door, though. I was very upset at the time. But yeah, the the cast in the UK was so, so good. They performed on Children in Need. like It was made into a really, really big deal here because it ran for 974 performances in the UK. Whereas on Broadway, it only ran for 595 performances. Which is super interesting for a story that revolves around a big American university and the concept of sorority, which we don't have here. Like, it's interesting that we found that so interesting. Yeah. You know? But also, we love Legally Blonde. The other thing that we got in 2008 was Legally Blonde the musical, The Search for Elwoods.
1: Yes, I know that you've watched that a few times. Yeah, I'd
0: love to rewatch that because that show was amazing it was like reality tv star looking for who's going to be our next l woods yeah. and oh my god i loved it so much interesting I, I wanted to win didn't win
1: i have actually seen a l woods actress perform on the west end children's birth no lucy jones oh cool because Lucy Jones went on to do waitress, and she was Jenna. Oh,
0: cool! When we saw it
1: for the first time.
0: Oh, that's so cool!
1: If I'm getting the right Lucy Jones, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you you there can't be many. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I have seen a, a version of L. Yeah, she was L when they did the 2017 2018 UK national tour,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I know our students
0: went to see. Yeah. If they do another tour, I want to go and see it again because I love this show so much. So much. It had really mixed reviews, but...
1: I have seen very mixed reviews. Yeah. I've seen it ranging from two star to four star to five star. Yeah. I've seen a lot of middle of the line reviews where kind of criticising the sets, criticising the narrative... Mm -hmm. criticizing the songs
0: i mean somebody's always gonna have a problem with something yeah this is one of my favorite musicals
1: for me it's been an overwhelming sense of what i've seen critically has been
0: bad yeah this is a comedy musical legally blonde is not to be taken this seriously
1: which is yeah
0: and also for me personally this is a nostalgia musical because I saw it for my 16th birthday, which is a thousand years ago now. And also Legally Blonde, specifically the musical, but the movie too, feel to me very much like a rainy afternoon, feeling kind of yeah. down. I want to just have a good time. That is a, This is exactly the musical to put on for that kind of mood. Yeah. And it's great.
1: So we obviously did the vote. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> one person did reply as well specifically to be like, "This is why I voted this way." Yeah, friend of the podcast Lily, uh
0: huh,
1: via Instagram, sent me a message simply saying, "I'd like to hear the hate."
0: Ah. I'm sad that people don't like Legally Blonde. So, I understand why. but I, understand. I
1: don't think it's necessarily because she dislikes Legally Blonde. I think, I think because... it's because she thinks you're going to dislike mm, yes. Legally Blonde. Yeah. I'm... Lily knows my tastes. Yeah. I've worked with her on a few things. Uh. She knows.
0: Yeah, and I've had a conversation with her about a couple of other things from this musical in regards to When We do Grease, but... Yeah, I I can see why there are certain things that people really don't like. At the same time, I'm having a bop and that's all I care about. I think
1: you're having a bop for sure. Whether or not I'm having a bop.
0: You should expect me to sing all the way through this.
1: Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm not excited by this one. I'm really not excited. But
0: you've said that about some, and then you've had a really good time.
1: Yes. Yes, that's true. And I'm always willing to give things a chance now I see it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, rumour and innuendo is one thing. I've got to experience it for myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Legally Blonde is one that the idea of it doesn't bring up good memories. Okay. Is one that feels symptomatic of a point in my life where I wasn't happy. Yeah. So perhaps I've been on a fair on it and I've judged it by the grey cloud of depression that was hovering over my head for a year. Mm-hmm. And Legally Blonde bore the brunt of my frustrations on the world.
0: Yeah. I'm sure I have loads of things like yeah.
1: that. So perhaps I was angry and I just wanted to be angry at everything and Legally Blonde was one of my key targets yeah for some inexplicable reason
0: because of how pink and shiny it is
1: (laughs) so you know I've got to go into Mm open-minded I'm not the doom and gloom person I used to be partly because of you so we're off to Harvard yes we're going to get ourselves a good old law degree yep Maybe find us a man. But that's not what's important. What's important no. is the self-empowerment.
0: Yeah. I will say one of the, the biggest things that you should know before we watch this is that the aspect of my personality that I try to bring in as a teacher of just ultimate kindness and always having a smile on my face. That is L Woods. That's where I get this from.
1: So I love this. Your inspiration of your teacher persona mm-hmm. is our Woods. Yeah. Mine is Mr. G.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I would love to put those two in a room together and see what happened. So I'm okay with that. Mr.
1: G is just as pink and sparkly. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. Right.
0: Yay, Harvard. Snacks for Harvard. <laughs> You're going to love it.
1: I already feel like I'm a headache so coming excited. on.
0: Oh my God, you guys.
1: Oh my God, you guys. Stay tuned. But now we're white. Got some plans to make Let's take some action, baby So baby, give me your hand I've got some dreams to make true I've got the future oh, plan It's time to get serious Time to get serious
0: with you I never thought that uh, I Honey, I'm not finished the we are back i know that you did not like this there's it's not often that i get like a really good sense of how you felt about things but this is one where like i know you didn't like this musical
1: (laughs) i think the biggest problem with legally blonde is i am not the target demographic
0: yeah i agree
1: And I think, as a result, this isn't a musical for me. Mm -hmm. What's challenging is trying to distinguish what is me not getting something versus me thinking, okay, well, can I appreciate this?
0: Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that you said that we'll get to talking about in depth that I agree with you on.
1: Yeah, and there's things that I feel are wrong, looking Mm -hmm. at it from an outside perspective. but repurposed are more acceptable yeah there's also things that you know I I like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things however I'm not sure on and maybe talking to you will change my perspective
0: (laughs) but maybe not
1: maybe not (laughs) but I think ultimately it does come down to the fact that being a 30 year old straight white man Mm -hmm. this isn't a musical for me no can I, however, accept the importance of Legally Blonde in theatre movement?
0: Yes. We'll talk about that as we go on. <laughs> you kind of have to. It's one of those things. We'll talk about it. Okay.
1: So we go straight into, oh my God.
0: Oh, oh my God. God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God, you guys. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I thought it was called Dear Al. That was my initial name in I saw notes. Oh my God, oh my God, you guys. Yeah. And they sing the line, of course he's going to propose. And I'm like, nope. I know the plot. Because you know the plot. I do know the plot. I don't... Wow, we're getting straight into the negatives. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the lifeless house that they're peering out the windows You didn't
0: really like the set for this.
1: No, I think that... The thing is, set dressing is difficult. Mm -hmm. And obviously, from the perspective of... I teach drama. Yeah. And I have done school shows. I know how difficult it is to get appropriate dressing for your scenes. Yeah. The thing is, at times, the backdrops and scenery looked like it was a high school. Yeah. Theatre show. Mm -hmm. Which, if it was a high school theatre show, and I was watching a group of teenagers do this fine, like the set would be serviceable and would work.
0: Yeah.
1: However, for Broadway, mm-hmm. not so big on it.
0: Yeah. And there wrote... are
1: some nice set pieces. So I really liked, like, the third thing I wrote about this musical was I like how the house went from outside to inside. Yeah. That as a transition is really nice. And actually, the set there was better.
0: Mm-hmm. With them all in the windows?
1: When it had come up. yeah. And there's no house blocking the front. We see the inside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was nice. And I liked that. Yeah,
0: cool.
1: The problem is, and it's the same issue I have later on when we're in Callahan's office. The sets are lifeless and just bland and yeah. two-dimensional and boring.
0: There is something to be said for... Obviously, this set wasn't built with the intention of it being filmed so close up.
1: I still think, though, in certain seats in the theatre you'd see it.
0: Yeah, I agree. But it's like the Hamilton set with, has very, very wide wings. You yes. can see everything in the wings from not only parts of the audience, but on the filmed version on Disney+, Plus, you can see a lot of what's going on in the wings yeah. if you're watching it. And it obviously was not built with the intention of anyone ever filming that no, close No, and I
1: would forgive any filmed version for that. Yeah. However, I but think the with problem this... with this... Any seat you could be sat in, yeah, you yeah, know, I see what you mean it it looks
0: this and that cheap is one, one of the things that a lot of critics had problems with was that the set does look like it was rushed, maybe,
1: and there are moments where the set is good, mm-hmm. like I say, the interior of their. Frat house is lovely. Sorority
0: house, yeah.
1: Okay, sorority is girls, frats are boys.
0: Yeah, fraternity is brotherhood. Okay. I like the quiet
1: whispers (laughs) in this when they start going, oh my God,
0: oh my God, you guys. Oh, singing levels, Yeah.
1: yeah. And the singing levels going down, like, you know, that's fun.
0: Yeah. It's nice to play with.
1: Yeah, and Bruiser's cute.
0: I love Bruiser.
1: We don't get enough Bruiser though.
0: No, we don't. We get more Rufus than we do Bruiser. And
1: that's really disappointing when you look at the source material because Mm. I feel like.
0: Bruiser's in like the whole movie.
1: Yeah, and obviously I get that this is on stage and working with dogs on stage is difficult. We saw that. (laughs) I
0: know, that's immediately what I thought.
1: Yeah, we saw it with that that outtake with with Toto. But kind of legally blonde and with Bruiser being front and centre on a lot of the promotional material. Yeah, and we get him in two scenes. That's not good.
0: Yeah, no, you're right.
1: That And that, for me, takes a lot of fun out of it. Because some of the best interactions in the movie are her interactions with Bruiser.
0: Yeah.
1: And we lose a big character from Legally Blonde.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially considering the second one is centric around him.
1: I think a lot of the people who have gone to watch Legally Blonde, the musical, as fans of the film,
0: mm-hmm.
1: would have gone for Bruiser. Yeah. And when you see on the poster, you have a real dog playing Bruiser. I feel like you get the audience's expectations up. My my expectations were up. Yeah. And then disappointed when we didn't get much of him. The dog was so well trained, though.
0: To bark and not yeah. bark. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cute. Because actually, he barks when he's not supposed to. Yeah. She puts her hand down. The actress, Anna Lee Ashford, who goes on to be in Kinky Boots and is just phenomenally talented doesn't really do much in this she puts her hand flat to tell the dog not to bark and then lifts her hand away from him to tell him to bark but he barks when he's not supposed to mm. and she throws in a line to be like oh my goodness what like because he's barked which again. is clever and like yeah.
1: really good performers
0: it's a good pickup
1: i'm not going to criticize any of the performers here because i think every single actor actress does a fantastic job mm-hmm My issue with Legally Blonde doesn't come from their performances. No, it comes from I think the narrative and the representation. Mm -hmm.
0: This show is renowned for being crazy difficult to sing. Yeah, especially for the actress who plays L, just whoever it is, not anyone specific. Yes, any actress that would play L, you are on stage almost the entire time. And I think there's, like, one song where you're not...
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And All of her
0: changes happen on stage. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And to be able to keep that upkeep of your voice, because it's very belty as well. But
1: also considering the choreography as well. Mm-hmm. I think you've got actors that are working to a phenomenally high level. Yeah. And I can't critique that. No. I just think that it's a weird source material.
0: yeah. Nikki Snelson, who plays Brooke Wyndham, just must be the fittest person ever to be mm. able to sing and skip at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Like, that always just is... I'm, like, in awe of that. Yeah. Because that's amazing. Anyway, I've tangented for long. No, in so <laughs> I've
1: tangented. But, yeah, the, the performers here are, are very, very mm-hmm. good. Our first introduction to Elle, she's trying to find something, and she does start off very, very fickle. Mm-hmm. I I'm not... Going to wear anything on sale for this big night.
0: Yeah.
1: That's a very fickle introduction to our character.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, I am appreciative that right now we have to start her at A.
0: Yeah.
1: And she's going to have... Growth. Yeah, a journey Mm -hmm. and to end up at, at Z. So I'm fine with that. Yep. I feel she stays fickle too long. It's weird because she's fickle and we have the... Saleswoman is like, haha, ha blondes, this is how I get my commission. Yeah. And Elle puts her in her place very respectfully
0: mm-hmm.
1: and very intelligently. Yeah. So it's kind of like, huh, she's not as dumb as she looks. No. Wow. And you said to me that like, that thread is she's smarter than she is, but I don't think it's continued as well as you think it is.
0: I think I have a mix of both the film and yeah. the show I think Reese Witherspoon's
1: L is smarter. Yeah. I don't think this musical version is as smart as you think she is.
0: But do you think that's... Like, obviously, I've seen mul- multiple versions of this. I've seen this version, which is Laura Bob Bundy. But I've also seen a couple of other actresses do this part. And there's been other actresses who come across smarter. I think like, it's the writing. From earlier on.
1: I think it's the writing of the yeah. character. Because she has this moment here being smarter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's eloquent enough.
0: You can't lose a half loop stitch on China silk. sucker. Yes.
1: Which is great because we're already subverting the stereotype. Yeah. But then I think instantly otherwise she goes back to losing those kind of smart points. Mm-hmm. But I liked that moment, you know, and I did think, cool, this isn't how I can get on board with. Yeah. Because it's honestly you've got the public face of Elle, which is, I've got to look good. Oh my Mm -hmm. God, you guys, I can't wear anything on sale. And then you've got the actual Elle, Mm
0: -hmm. where
1: she's like, hold on a second, sister.
0: Yeah.
1: Didn't go that way. (laughs) I always talk about how I love hearing vocal crowds.
0: Audiences. Yeah, Yeah. this is
1: the exception to the rule.
0: I will tell you for why.
1: Were they told to by MTV to ham it up like it was a pantomime?
0: They are a... An MTV audience, meaning that they were all invited to be there, mm. meaning that the majority of the audience are either plants and actors, or that they are huge fans that have been invited back to yeah. see it. They all had to wear pink to come in and watch it. Like, Fine, like, I've got
1: no issue with that.
0: No, because we get a lot of the televised moments where you can see, and also
1: audience. like you can imagine, like. If I went to Hamilton, right? Yeah. And they knew they were filming, so they gave out Hamilton merch for you. Like, congratulations being here tonight. You're going to be part of our filmed audience. We do request that everyone's wearing this. this. Yeah. Fine. I can fully appreciate that as a set dresser, you have to do things. Especially because the last thing you want is somebody wearing some kind of controversial shirt and being Mm -hmm. picked up.
0: Well, it works kind of the same way as the Tony Awards where you have seat fillers. Yes. Which is essentially background actors
1: i read a really great story about somebody who was a seat filler and ended up being sat next to
0: beyonce that's cool yeah
1: that's
0: and it cool was really cool seat filling is a cool job oh, especially for yeah. things like the tonys and the oscars and if
1: you go with no expectations and then you get like next to beyonce and no. they all strip like but yes, they
0: tell is. you how to dress for those as well if you're a seat filler and they know where you're going to be sat They tell you what you have to wear. So they'd be like, okay, we want you to wear a blue dress or this, you know, like.
1: I really don't want to talk about Legally Blonde, do I? I No, no. I am glad that Elle is self-aware enough to know she's irritating. Yeah. Yes, because she's very irritating. Yeah. And we go to time to get serious, time to get serious.
0: You like this one. You like this song enough to want to sing it. I no, I liked the, the
1: joke of, I'm singing.
0: Honey, I wasn't finished. It
1: does a really good job at making you instantly hate Warner. Warner, Yeah. Where do you fit in? She doesn't. And why does cheesy porno music start playing? It's like... Where? Bow, chica, bow, bow, chica,
0: bow, chica, bow,
1: Where? After he breaks up with her.
0: It's just the cut so that they can sing Daughter of Delta new
1: yeah do you think this is a better breakup than the last five years
0: what do you mean by better
1: as in do you think warner breaks up with l better than jamie breaks up with kathy
0: in that he does it in person in a nice public place yeah that's a much better breakup
1: which fair but also leads her on to be like we're gonna get married Well, the... She's been dropping engagement hints, apparently. Well,
0: so this is the thing with Warner, is that he has... He spoke to his parents about proposing to her, and...
1: They said no, she's not serious enough. Yeah,
0: basically, it's his family that have objected to her, who have said no, and the ring that he would have proposed with would would have been his grandmother's ring. So it's obviously, like, a family affair. And they
1: have probably also said, you marry her and we're cutting you off, you don't get your free ride to Harvard.
0: Right? And... His family expectation is that he will be a senator because his older brother, who apparently is called something Huntington the Fourth, but is his older brother, which shouldn't be possible.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But like, I don't. It's the writing. Yeah. It's just a weird drop in. Like his older brother is already graduated law school. He's marrying a Kensington. It's very. Yeah.
1: So is he going to marry another Kensington? Yeah. They're just getting the two families intrinsically linked.
0: Yeah, it seems like a sort of this has been set up since we were children kind yeah, of relationship. It's because Vivian weird. doesn't seem to like him very much. She does at first, I think. And then she realizes that he's a because sister. she only says
1: yes to marrying him. She looks at Alvin and sees he's going to break her heart. That's the only reason she says yes. Yeah. As well, so there's an element of I think she does like him, but grows not to. Yeah. Because feminism. Yep. Like she she does become more of an ally. Mm -hmm. I don't like a lot of the things she and other women do to treat in their treatment of other women. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about that now with Daughters of Delta New. Yeah. Because we get a really hilarious joke where they slut shame someone. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's got any place in any form of media.
0: However, and I agree with you, there is no need for slut shaming even in 2007 when this was set and came out. But when your friend has just been dumped by her long-term boyfriend and you're doing the right thing and being like, well, I don't even think he was that hot. And one of your other friends goes, well, I do. No, You're going to tell them off. You're maybe not going to say that, but but you're going to be like, no.
1: Because she defends herself and they're like, no, you're a slut. Oh my God, you slept with all these men. You slut. I hate slut shaming. I don't think it's appropriate. And I don't think... You can call this musical feminist okay. when there are such homing jokes. I
0: don't think that's for you to decide as and a man. <laughs> I, I
1: agree I would completely one hundred percent agree with that, like I say, I am a straight white male.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: However, I think changing language comes from everyone, mm-hmm. and this is a musical for teenagers, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. These teenagers are gonna look at that and think that's okay because these are Elle's friends, these are the protagonists' friends. Elle definitely at this point in time, even though she doesn't use that language, she would indulge in it because that's her group of friends, and these are the people we are supposed to look at as wanting to be part of that group.
0: Yeah.
1: If when Vivian does it, fine, she's the villain at that point in time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fine, because she's not supposed to be good. These characters are supposed to be the group you want to be part of. Sure. That's, I'm sorry, like, we want to inspire the next generation to get away from using this language. Mm -hmm. Then we use this language, if we have to, with the characters that are clearly encoded as villains, not as part of the protagonist group that we identify with and want to be a part of. That's my issue with it. Yeah. Like you say, maybe it's not my place to say.
0: It's fine. I, I think it should, is something that should be talked about and I agree with you that yeah. it's not really it's not even that it's not appropriate, it's just not really necessary. No, it isn't.
1: It's not necessary. It's so not necessary. It's a joke. You're trying to make her behaviour look like a joke.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's all it is and it's not an acceptable joke. Yeah. We don't do it male characters and if we do we're we champion... no, if We No, but what I mean is we're championing them. There's nothing wrong with a like, healthy, consensual sexual relationship and then mocking her for that. Mm-hmm. I just have a problem with it. I really do my best. I'm guilty of it in the past. I know for a fact that when I was younger, I would say things like that. And I have consciously decided to stop that use of that language because for me, I think it's problematic. And it just it upsets me when I see it. And I, yeah, again, maybe it's, I'm not the person who's an authority on it. But for me, I don't like seeing it in any form of media. Okay. I think it's, it's a way of the past and it needs... I'm surprised this is 2007. And I'm sure performances of this to this day will keep that in. And they shouldn't. So that's a very short song, Daughter of Delta New.
0: Yeah, that is a... Elle needs to change costumes. Yes. And so she, in the first whole first scene up to the end of Sirius... She's had two different dresses on. And now we need to get her into, like, this song is written so that she can go backstage and put on four costumes at once. So she has her bandstand costume, bottom layer, which has a jacket and boots that she has to change into on stage later on. So she's basically just wearing a leotard. Then she has over the top, like, a tracksuit with trainers Yes. and then over the top of that she has a robe as well and the robe's done so that her tracksuit trousers are pulled up so that you can't see them so it just looks like she's in the robe and then when she lets takes the robe off the trousers come down so you can see it all. Yeah. Which that's a lot of clothing to be wearing at one time. Especially
1: under those lights and mm-hmm. doing the high and makeup energy. And, everything.
0: Yeah. and also for quick changing which the quick change into the bandstand costume is she has eight seconds I think it is to get some go-go boots on it's very
1: very Mm -hmm. ambitious and they pull it off I would say it's flawless the quick
0: changes in the show are amazing there's one right at the beginning that you you missed Yeah, but it's when they're going to find Elle during oh my god you guys one of the girls comes down down the pole pole
1: and changes Yeah,
0: but you don't see her change at the top of the pole she's wearing a robe and she has green stuff on her face I assume it's a face mask yes and when she's at the bottom of the pole she's a cheerleader and it's a very good quick change, and I'm not entirely sure how they do that. Yeah. Other than that, maybe it's two different girls,
1: but possibly. But I don't think so. I don't think that no.
0: that would be too much effort yeah. for a throwaway. No, again, show.
1: it's another thing that this show does very, very well is the quick changes, mm-hmm. and it is. It's like magic tricks, isn't it? Is it's quick it's,
0: changes, magic tricks? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's a sleight of hand. It's the getting your focus somewhere else. Wind in the Willows does it with the hedgehog song. Yeah. Is it's a song that exists solely to change the scene behind the curtains. And in this yeah. case, this song exists to kind of give some exposition, yeah. what's happened since the breakup, and give Elle that time she needs.
0: Yeah. We it's had been... that with
1: Greece, where we knew we had a quick change to get the girls from their high school clothes into their. Sleep over clothes. Yeah. So we had to make decisions to make that work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it, And this show has found really good creative solutions.
0: Yeah. And we found out it's been 12 days. Elle has been in her room the entire time wallowing, which I feel like good good for her. Acceptable use of wallowing time.
1: Yeah. And we go into what you want. Mm-hmm. She has a brain already, but she needs to prove it. That's her mentality. It's like, I'm smart. I've got a 4.0 grade point average Mm and they correctly say in fashion marketing
0: merchandising yeah yeah which technically falls under business studies which is a prerequisite for law school yeah so she there is no reason why she can't go yeah i don't know whether it's a prerequisite for harvard but i know that a lot of law degrees prefer to have a business prerequisite they
1: make it out to be like but her friend says it's like yeah but you've got it in this so they're dismissing her achievements in yeah. academia. Yeah. And therefore, for me, actually was detrimental. Because I'm left thinking, oh, okay, great. Well, it's not a real degree, which is bad because it should be. And yeah. it is. And it, like you say, it is business. Yeah. Business.
0: It's not like she's doing fashion design, which also obviously is a real degree. Every but degree is that has, Fashion design doesn't really leads to law it's
1: not like she's been studying old episodes of the simpsons
0: yeah well and especially because anything that is a merchandising degree has an element of law in it because you have to understand the laws of trading to do a merchandising degree so so she has quite a good foundation the way it's
1: done and said and written is it's more detrimental to her character it does more to like further the idea she's a who isn't capable and in this song
0: especially as it's coming from her friends yeah
1: you can see she's gonna have to make serious sacrifices which the song depicts her as doing like she's missing spring break and she is studying hard mm-hmm. like to her credit she is studying very very hard
0: yeah and the ability to say no to your friends when you know yeah. you need to study is, and quite... it is
1: really positive for l
0: mm-hmm.
1: however again i don't like that This whole movement and this whole idea is dependent on her getting daddy's money to go to Harvard. Yeah. That, again, for me, is Mm. how empowering can this be? This is Rich White Girl Problems, the musical.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: And that's a problem. I don't think it's empowering where this all could be said no, because a man said no. Mm Mm-hmm. If she was funding this herself, if she had, like, all they needed to be that, like, oh, but that was your money set aside to go travelling. Like, if she had some money set aside that she'd earned herself and she paid for Harvard.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean.
1: And she sacrificed that money that she'd saved to go do this.
0: Yeah. That's a better
1: thing than it all hinging on luck, because that's the only reason she gets into Harvard is luck.
0: Sure, like lock the drawer, rather than lock. Yeah,
1: because yeah. her dad, which awful, hate the character of her dad, that smarmy kind of California dad.
0: I do kind of love the line, though, where he says to her, I know it is a joke, but he says, law school, why would you want to go there? Law school's for boring, serious people, and you button and none of those things. I'm like, yeah, dad, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to prove. However, in the movie it's not addressed at all how she's going to pay for it and i think the fact that they do bring it up here is not only important because in the movie it's just like oh she's in law school and then you find out later that emmett's had to work two jobs to fund his degree
1: but this is so this is the thing is i'd rather they don't tell me how she gets the money to go to law school okay i feel like it is more detrimental to her character for you yeah yeah when it's supposed to be empowering, and again, she's only here because of daddy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She loses points.
0: Yeah, she still has to get in though. That's on her own merit.
1: <sighs> is it?
0: What do you she mean, doesn't
1: it? meet the deadline for her personal essay.
0: She gets one of the highest LSAT scores ever.
1: Great. This is Harvard. Yeah. Who are sticklers.
0: You know who in the movie she sends in the video and it's because all the old men fancy her that she gets in? This is infinitely better. She
1: agreed. But she at least, that's a video personal essay. Are you really thinking that Harvard are going to look at this at the first hurdle mm-hmm. and see that she's missed an important part of the process... Hasn't met that deadline. She's not Harvard
0: material. Like, come on. NSA's so boring and so much does not fit. Like, <laughs> like, I. It's a musical. What do you want to happen? It would be boring otherwise. I want
1: the integrity to the world we're supposed to create. Boo. No, come on. <laughs> like, she locks herself in because the two, again, even in this version, the two men who say she can come in. Yeah, but not the final guy. No, not the final guy, but kind of. He, he inherits no, her peppy spirit? she talks spirit? him into it. Yeah. She shouldn't be given the opportunity. Okay. She locks herself into it.
0: Multiculturalism. Fine.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, she. I wrote, she has no personal essay. End of musical. She shouldn't be allowed in. Uh-huh. But her And her legal jargon is minimal at best.
0: You're, they should not expect you to know anything before you arrive.
1: Harvard, I feel like they should
0: no, they expect you to do your reading before you go to class, but but not... no,
1: but at the same time she's now going for a law degree, yes, mm, mm-hmm. so the fact that we've seen her in her sorority house means she has already done university has done college,
0: right y- right yeah no this is this is where the American college system is weird is because to do a a law degree at Harvard. There's additional years added on.
1: So would you not think that if you're preparing she for a law degree undergrad. in Harvard, you are gonna have at least some knowledge from the three years? She that you decided
0: would have done. to do a law degree ten minutes before she got in.
1: Whereas everyone else will have been aiming their whole lives for this. Now I know that's the point, but
0: mm.
1: I think to counteract your point, they would expect you to have a better knowledge of legal jargon.
0: I don't know. Did they expect you to know how to teach before you showed up to teaching school?
1: Oh, come on. You know, we had to have experience to prove we've been in a classroom with kids before we taught.
0: You, No, you had to. For my one, you had to have done two weeks at a school that did not include teaching. No. They didn't expect you to have taught. They expect they you still to ex- have been around children.
1: Exactly. They should still expect you to have more of an understanding it's of school legal terminology.
0: Okay, did they expect you to have previous experience when you in media when you showed up at university?
1: No, but that's because I
0: didn't have to do art A level to get into art school.
1: Yeah, but this is this is different in that it's post her graduating college with the expectation that three years. She'd yeah. have picked up on something.
0: She's Yeah, so she's done her undergrad and now this is her postgrad.
1: Yeah, she's got in on her looks, just like the film. Sideshow Bob has all the yachts.
0: Doesn't he look exactly like Sideshow Bob? He does.
1: And that's our nautical theme for the week.
0: <laughs> I predicted
1: it. What did I say? A guy <laughs> has yachts and he talks about yachts. He's
0: the worst.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we get pompous Harvard posturing. Uh-huh. Which is what put me off going to cons for the longest time because I was really worried that this is what a con experience would have been like that like everyone's kind of like well i'm a bigger fan of harry potter than you because i can that
0: is the female experience of going to conventions i know you're fine no guys are going to try and do that to you but men try and do that to female no, and, I, and i can
1: appreciate that i think it's also being a wrestling fan where sometimes the wrestling fan community is kind of like ugh.
0: you haven't been to a live show well yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Is I that, what you mean. it's that kind of thing so harvard posturing pompous we're establishing the world that she is a fish out of water
0: i i love when she meets enid and she's like oh i love your shirt and she's like wow you're wearing a lot of pink i'm l i'm enid oh my god we both have names that start with an e yeah, we're practically like twins. Yeah,
1: Enid at this point doesn't come across as an issue. She's kind of like, okay, I don't quite get you, but cool, okay. She's just
0: like this weird girl. Yeah, which <laughs> is understandable.
1: Great. Like, we'd have all met that person or been that person who's kind of like, huh,
0: okay. Yeah, if you met Elle on the first day of university, you'd be like, who is this shiny, scary girl? If you met girl? Elle on
1: the first day of Harvard Law.
0: I'd have hated her. Yeah. Like, you would. This weird pink-covered girl. Because you're going to correctly
1: assume she's here because...
0: For the wrong reasons. Which she is, at that point. Exactly.
1: And if you are Emmett, who meets her, it's also going to be curious. Especially when you have gone through so much. Emmett is the only likeable character in here. Because Emmett is the only person I can relate to. Because Emmett is the only real person with, like, a good work ethic. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, all this pompous Harvard posturing. These people here are still very much like, yeah, well... I'm a former king. I'm going to get my land back. Oh, well, dad has lots of boats. Oh, well, I've been on it, the...
0: It wasn't even dad. It was he has lots yeah. of boats. Do you know yeah.
1: what I mean? Like, all of them are... They're here, the same reasons as Elle, but not quite as in your... They, they seem more learned about it. Like, yeah. presumably their families have histories in law and now they are following in, like, footsteps.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Emmett is the only person that's actually worked to get to this point. Yeah. Yeah, they, the serious lawyers try to bring Elle down for the pink... Yeah, because they're all just like mocking her. Because like, huh?
0: Malibu Barbie.
1: Yeah. Good luck, love. Like, how long will you last?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we get blood in the water. I can imagine Peter Davison was really good in this role.
0: He was so good, and it, really badly, he was really likable. Yes. And it just changed. It changed the character so much, not in a bad way in a you kind of instantly got that he was this professor that if you were in his class you would really like how ruthless he was yes and then obviously his... i can
1: imagine he comes across as the doctor
0: not his doctor
1: no but like as a kind of version of a doctor yeah where he's like you enjoy hearing him talk down to people because it's fun but if it was ever aimed at you it would be you'd horrible. cry yeah yeah
0: exactly like that but then when you when, when you find out that he's an asshole, it changes. But that I your, the betrayal. Of, like, oh my right. I said
1: straight away, Callahan is a creep because mm-hmm. that's the vibe I got from this actor. Which is great, I think mm. as a villain, he's a good villain. He's a good foil. However, I really like the idea of the personal betrayal. Like, I really like the idea that he's ruthless and he'll put you in your place, but you kind of like him. Yeah. Until what happens well this
0: is the thing because like, then
1: you are in Elle's position like ultimately betrayed by this person yeah but you looked at as as inspirational
0: he I, gave you a chance and he believed in you and oh actually no none of that was true it was and just in your head I would
1: like that version of the character as opposed to just being like creepy throughout that's what Peach Davidson was like yeah
0: it was great
1: I'd rather be watching Billy
0: Flynn oh sure Chicago yeah. <laughs> sorry that took me a minute
1: I I <sighs> We shouldn't have done two lawyer ones in a row. Yeah. I think... I Blood am... in
0: the water is a great song, though.
1: Yeah, but it's not razzle-dazzle or reached for the gun mm-hmm. or I would do anything for love, but I won't do that.
0: <laughs> sure, all I care about is love.
1: God, basically. Like, none of these characters have the same personality. Even though Flynn is unlikable, mm-hmm. like...
0: You I think he's unlikable for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, You
1: appreciate what he's doing and you realize none of the other ones kind of have any, they're all just wooden
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: not the actor's fault, it's the writing.
0: Sure.
1: Like the only ones that matter are the ones who get the apprenticeship. Everyone else, and obviously it's musical theatre, we're not going to give everyone a character but like, come on. So I said, okay, he talks to the girl and I think, oh, I bet this is going to set up Elle being better than the class because you said she's smarter. Mm-hmm. And I was like okay what better way to instantly show she's smarter than the film version by having her get this right and no she lets herself down and gets kicked out but I do not like the line where Callahan says lesbians get mad easily
0: oh yeah so he he's calling on all the students and asking them hypothetical questions to do with cases I don't like her response to his question as well as what he says. So he asks a question about a hitman misses his chosen target. He hits an old lady or a nun, I think it is, and runs over some puppies as he goes away. Would you want to defend him? And she goes, what, you think I wouldn't defend him just because he's a typical man? And his response is, oh, you lesbians think you're so tough he's his answer's worse, but hers is also really irritating, because I do not like this perpetuation that lesbians hate men yeah that, yeah it's unnecessary but I don't but he doesn't need to say that back but either
1: where is it explicitly said she's a lesbian like later in the musical later in the musical, but it's not
0: Well, and also there he basically outs her in front yeah, of: yeah, but she doesn't
1: have to be you can cut this line. And she's just, you know...
0: The thing is, in the movie, the reason we know she's a lesbian in the musical is because in the movie, she hates Elle because she has heard that Elle has been using a very specific lesbian slur to refer to her. And she calls Elle out on it and Elle says, actually, I would never use that word and I would never speak like that about another woman. You must have heard that from Vivian. And... That's how we know that about her character, and it also teaches us something else about Elle that she's kind. Yes. And we don't get that here. No, and (laughs) and it's.
1: I think, as difficult as the language is, having that moment in the film kind of works because.
0: We're taught something about our main character. Yes,
1: we're taught that she is kind, and actually, as the main character, she doesn't endorse. Any kind of homophobia, racism, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. That's an important thing. She's a champion for everyone because yeah. Elle is a champion for everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. And we kind one, of lose that in this. We section. lose
1: it in this whole musical.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: But Callahan saying obviously, yes, he's the villain.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't know that yet. We
1: don't know that yet. That's the problem. If he was explicitly the villain saying something like this, better because we know we should encourage him, but at this point, it's played for laughs. I would rather, as horrible as this sounds, him say women get mad easily because kind of,
0: yeah, you get
1: the sense of him being a misogynist.
0: If yeah, you think the line was like, "Oh, you ladies think you're so tough,"
1: especially because the arc of this is doesn't matter how a woman presents herself, she can do anything. Mm-hmm. What better way of triumphing over patriarchy? But he's a homophobe.
0: Well, and a sexist.
1: Yeah, I'd rather he just be a sexist and that's the issue because they don't do anything. Yeah, stick to, to
0: the one, the one yeah, dude. Yeah, stick to
1: the one thread because at this point, it's done for laughs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. And yeah. I agree with you on that one.
1: Admittedly, it's better than than another character being like, oh, lesbians get mad easily. He is the villain and by the end, that's clear. So anything he has said is, is demonised and be like, okay, we should ever listen to anything he says. Mm. This point, not clear. I'd rather it is just women get mad easily.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or something misogynistic. I'd love to see your, like, script doctor of this.
1: There'd be a lot of changes. I
0: know. I know. I'd, I'd be really interested to read them.
1: So Kensington is horrid and rude.
0: Vivian, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, again, she's kind of the secondary foil. You know, and that's fine. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that depiction of her being horrid and rude because... She doesn't understand Elle. And actually, there probably is going to be an element of intimidation because your your current boyfriend's ex is here.
0: Well, and also, and I'm not saying she's justified in her behaviour towards Elle, but if you look at that moment where she gets Elle kicked out of class as an isolated incident, if it's... you've worked really hard to get to law school because you want to be a lawyer... And this girl shows up in your class. She doesn't. She's trying to write in like the tiniest notebook ever. She's clearly not prepared. She hasn't done any of the reading yeah. that you've studied so hard over the summer. And the teacher's wasting their time on her, and then calls on you. You have to side with the teacher. Oh, There's not 100%. really any other choice there.
1: I, I think it's an important moment for Al because she is naive at this point, and she mm-hmm. thinks, well, we're women, we should stick together. Yeah. But actually, that's not enough. Your but, sorority mindset is not enough to get you through this experience because when you go into the cutthroat world of whatever you do, this is her getting real life experience and she's
0: learning that things. She aren't... She can't just trust every, all women to back her up. Exactly, and yeah, that's fine. And I think the other thing is though, if Vivian had said I would give her a second chance, that is Vivian's chance of getting anything from Callahan yeah. gone.
1: It's Game of Thrones in Callahan's classroom. Mm-hmm. You've got to look after yourself first and foremost.
0: Yeah. And I don't endorse or support end the, it no. because it makes her a bad person. But
1: also at but the end of the day, being a lawyer, at least from the depictions I understand of media, is you often have to go against things you may believe in to follow the money, to follow the jobs. Yeah. And she may not agree with it personally, but she may agree with it personally. Either way.
0: We but, see that she does.
1: But this is a good starting point for her character. Yes.
0: Yes. This is your least favourite song, right? Right, so. We're on positive.
1: I'm positive I'm not having fun at this point. Yeah. I'm not seeing really anything that's likeable about Elle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's really difficult because she's, she is the main character. She's not coming across likeable. She's coming across narrow-minded, not in an offensive way, but kind of she's so fixated on getting back
0: yeah warren Warner, whatever yeah
1: (laughs) she's so she misses everything else and actually it's not good for the character because she's one track mind her depth is literally boyfriend getting back Mm -hmm. that's not enough for me to resonate with the character now i'm not gonna lie she gets better in act two yeah she needs all this but i feel like you take too long with this arc it needs to be quicker Mm -hmm. to kind of get her realizing and i'm thinking okay here she finally realizes her attitude isn't helping oh no it's the hair yep i thought at this point they were actually going to have a turnaround and be like i need
0: to work hard i need to make him see
1: nope i've just got to be a brunette
0: yeah that's what he wants clearly
1: yeah and it disappointed me because i i want her character trajectory to change so quickly Mm because she's shown potential and she's here just blaming it on her appearance yeah she's not possibly thought it could be anything else
0: however warner has made it sound like it's about her appearance this entire time he keeps calling her marilyn he keeps saying it over and over again and that is clearly a reference to her looks
1: we meet Paulette.
0: Yeah. how? Oh, that's a good school. That's a good school. I hate it.
1: <laughs> and she yeah. sings Ireland. And I honestly spelt it as I-S-L-A-N-D. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, she means Ireland. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to have some cultural appropriation here. Sure. I'd rather be in a bar with Dewey Finn.
0: I, that was my immediate thought. She sings a line that is in this bar once I met this guy Dewey. And I was like, you're gonna make a school of rock. Yeah, I know, rather. I can sense it.
1: And she says, some slut named Kayla. So again, we get another really important female character slut shaming people.
0: Yeah, when she should actually be blaming the guy for cheating on her.
1: Yeah, can she not, some girl named Kayla?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fine, it fits the rhythm. Yeah. I don't I can't forgive that in in the writing of these characters yeah because she is now introduced as a very important mother type figure to our protagonist we are supposed to like her the protagonist is allowing this language if Elle stood up and said whoa come on us girls have to stick together she's already said that to Vivian so Mm -hmm. why is she now allowing Paulette to slut shame people yeah like Elle's morals are all over the place and then I realized at the end, oh, she was supposed to be sad in this song.
0: Yeah,
1: did not get that. And then she's invited to a costume party. I bet it's not a costume party. And yep. And Ellie's is embarrassed.
0: I love that that tiny, tiny little bit of characterization. She walks in, sees that no one's in costume, and does an immediate like panic turn yeah. back to the door before I she that. decides.
1: It was nice to see some vulnerability yeah. in her and then resolve. Yeah, like there is some strength to her. And Mm. it's it's very Bridget Jones like I'm going to own it. Yeah, it is really nice that she then kind of has the 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 strength and resolve to go. And Warner is a creep; he's flirting whilst with Vivian.
0: Oh, why couldn't you have worn this when we were together? Gross. See, and I quite like that that Elle wears this
1: as a costume because it's a costume. It's not meant to be sexy. It's not meant to objectify. Pull that. Yeah, yeah. It's not meant to be this kind of ha 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 look at me it's just it's a costume night girls mm-hmm. can wear costumes does it doesn't mean i'm wearing something revealing for the men i'm no. wearing it because here's my costume yeah that's really cool that is empowering yeah. i wear what i want to wear damn the men and their perspective
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the fact that he relegates it to be like oh why didn't you wear do this, this for me, me.
0: yeah yeah
1: I would say that, yeah, she should be able to wear what she wants and feel empowered wearing it. Like, that's actually pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And I can understand, like, they don't call her a slut and they don't slut shame her for what she's wearing. Viv does. Does she? Vivian
0: says to her, this is where we get the Gloria Steinem reference. She says, Why don't you go home and take off your skank costume? Yeah, okay. But we know that she's the villain. So, like you say, it's. She's established as the villain on that
1: part the rest of the women do look at her jealously like they're not looking at her and saying things I think it's more kind of like oh my god yeah yeah and it's kind of like it's judgmental but maybe also you get the sense of it's like the jealousy of like oh why is she so confident to wear that
0: yeah when we know that she's not actually Mm. well she is confident enough to wear it but she's Panicking because usually what she's used to with costume parties is everyone's
1: there in costume.
0: Yeah, we're all dressed up, we're all feeling a bit dorky in our costumes. Yeah.
1: He has had no development as a character to justify his nostalgia for the old times without.
0: I don't think it's the old times without. I think it's wow, well, wasn't it so much easier when we didn't care about anything at uni?
1: But he's had no development or depth at this point in time to justify feeling like he's struggling or because i'm guessing like there's supposed to have been like a period of time in between like that first lesson and now because she they say like she's been kicked out a lot of times of class like she's been kicked. i think out it's every supposed lesson. to
0: have been like a month
1: yeah because emmett says it in a moment so a period of time has passed mm-hmm. but we've only seen him on his first day mm-hmm. and there's nothing about him to suggest that like he's struggling or he cares or anything so like it's weird that he's like I miss the good, easy days. Yeah, it's just. Doesn't work. So we get a serious reprise, and L is just delusional because she's here and she's justifying to people that like now I can do this. I am. I'm good. I know what I'm doing. I'm yeah. fine. But she's not because, like, she is getting kicked out daily,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: she doesn't stand a chance. And it's not doesn't come across smart of her character because she's so like obnoxiously positive that yeah everything's going okay yeah but then at the same time like, i get that perspective though it's kind of like everything's crumbling around you and all you can do is keep your positivity yeah so it's kind of that weird one that it's like she is naive
0: well i think as well having warner in particular still talking down to her and her being like hey we got into the same school like you're no yeah. better than I am. Yeah. Where he is managing to stay in class every day,
1: mm-hmm. and he's presumably taking it seriously if he's then put down for the apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. And when he does give his argument, like when Elle's battling him later, yeah, he's clearly using the right verbiage, he's clearly doing the studying. It's not like he's here on a free ride, he's at least keeping up with it, yeah. Like again, we know his dad is paying for this, yeah, but he's at least taking the opportunity. Well, the seriously. other
0: thing. I can't remember whether they bring it up in the musical but I know it's in the movie is that Warner didn't get into Harvard his dad had to pay for him to come here
1: which isn't ever expressed here no we feel like the he was
0: waitlisting his dad had to make yeah. a call
1: the version of Warner we've got is he has made it yeah and he's gonna succeed
0: imagine if they'd have said that like mm. if Vivian tells Elle that in this one yeah
1: that would have been far better yeah like don't pin your hopes on him he's hopeless
0: yeah he's an idiot
1: I have written down the Skank costume. It was in my notes later mm. on. So, yeah. like. But. And then
0: we get the truly incredible Gloria Steinem reference.
1: Yeah. And I like that. She finally showing like, some brains. Of course,
0: Elle knows who Gloria Steinem yeah. is. And I just love that Enid is like on her side about this as well. Yeah. It's like, excuse me, you're calling Gloria Steinem a skank? Yeah. How dare you? And
1: I like that. I really like that because we start to see that there is... And everyone else starts to see there's more to her than this appearance. Mm-hmm. And she does argue back and she shows that potential. This needed to come earlier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I We talked about this a bit when we were watching it, but I think this, until this point, so from the start of the show to this moment, is too long. Yeah, We could lose like 15 minutes of this and Have 15 minutes more of her being more like honestly.
1: We could cut the whole bit of the Harvard people looking over her CV and saying, "Hmm, She's not going off, just have it be that she's she gets her at the end of the song with the practicing, get it, she's in that's it, like get it be 175,
0: 175, you're in.
1: Yeah, and then she opens that letter, accepted, and everyone's happy for her, and off she goes Mm -hmm. to her first day. Yeah, I agree. That bit could be cut. And then you've got the less problematic thing of how did that actually get it? She's got it on her hard work there. Because mm-hmm. as it currently is, she shouldn't be there. Like, I'm sorry. I know I keep saying it, but she shouldn't be. You cut that sequence. I can believe she got in fine because she's... The song before, she's put some hard work and effort in. Mm-hmm. She's nailed the scores. And I would assume setting in a great personal essay. Sure. Yeah. That problematic scene is gone. And the pacing goes on. I'd cut Ireland...
0: Yeah, that song goes on for too long. That's a popcorn song.
1: Yeah. I know I say
0: this. There's a popcorn song in every musical. This is
1: it. I'd cut that song because I think you can have her talk about her hopes and dreams and establish that she wants much more than this provincial life. Yeah. And fine, I'm happy with that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if later jokes with her and the river dance then work, but I don't know. We could maybe do without that too. Yeah, I would argue we could do without that. So... Chip on My Shoulder, the first song I really enjoyed. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is because the fantabulous Christian Ball
0: mm-hmm.
1: is actually doing something.
0: Yeah, Emmett is an instantly likeable character because as soon as he tells you about what his backstory is, you're like, oh, normal person. Yes. Oh, yes.
1: You are the person I relate to in this. Because it is Rich White Girl Problems, the musical. Yeah. Now, I do think his song here does make Elle look worse Mm-hmm. But that's important because I think Elle is self-aware enough to realise when talking to him, like, ah oh, yes, yeah, okay, yeah. I need to take this seriously. And and she is aware enough to realise how privileged she is and she starts to take things seriously.
0: Mm-hmm. And from this point on as well, in their friendship, as we go through the rest of the musical, there are moments where she sees the way that he is treated by yeah. other people. And she starts to stand up for him as yeah. well and do things for him that make him look better. Yeah. And then he's doing the same for her. It's a they very have a important. very balanced friendship. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's very important. And actually does start to bring out the best in Elle. Mm. Now, this is the thing. I do think... Do you know how we were saying like people look like their dogs? Sure. Like, I'm not calling Elle a dog. You don't look so panicked.
0: I think we were still talking about Christian Ball.
1: No, what I was going to say is that... like. I think the more you're around someone, the more you start to pick up their personality.
0: Yeah. Oh, Emmett gets some of her things.
1: Yeah, but also she gets a lot of Emmett. Yeah. Her only experience up to this point has been hanging out with her sorority sisters. So you can't blame her for picking up the the mannerism she has Mm -hmm. from being in that environment.
0: And we've seen her parents as well. Her parents come across the same way.
1: Now... She starts being more of the true to herself version, the grounded version of herself, the brainier version of herself because of her friendship with Emmett. Like Elle is a chameleon
0: Mm. in that
1: sense that she's very good at picking up on people. She's got really good emotional maturity considering like the plot of this is I'm going to chase a man. Yeah. But I think she does. She's very perceptive on other people's feelings. Yeah. The best thing that happens in this musical is their relationship and how it Not changes her.
0: Progresses her. Progresses
1: her. She's not changing. She's only unlocking what she's already had. She's a hard worker. She got into Harvard. She got a good score. You can see she can knuckle down. Mm -hmm. Problem is, she's not had people to motivate her.
0: Yeah.
1: Emmett is a really good anchor for her. And I love how the time passes in this song. Yeah. You know, her Greek tragedy chorus.
0: Greek chorus. I
1: hated that. (laughs) honestly like that that makes no sense and the fact that then Paul can it? see them
0: i love it I
1: <laughs> but i like that they sing why can they not just be narrators
0: yeah they and should she, just be narrators yeah,
1: that would work that them coming up and singing in the time passing of the yeah. calendar it's cool mm-hmm. yeah and i really like that she is improving but she is still has some of the sarc- sarcasm and sass Yeah, she says a really sarcastic, sassy response to him after she gets something right. He's like, huh, I like that. Mm. In December, and she's still improving, but she's still so dumb that she can't see Emmett right in front of her.
0: Yes. Because her IQ
1: drops to 40.
0: I love that. That At this point, we are told by Emmett, hey, do you realise that when you're around this guy, you become an idiot? Because it's not helping you. Yeah. And actually it's making you look really bad. And then from that point, you can look back on her actions from the whole start of this show and be like, oh, my God. It's not true to her. Anytime she's not around him. Yeah. She's fine. Yeah.
1: And that's cool. And I like that. And she starts to realize there's more to her and she needs to fight the stereotype she has become. Mm hmm. Because her pursuit of Warner. Warner has has reduced her to a stereotype, to the blonde, crazy ex girl Yeah,
0: because that's how he saw her. Yeah,
1: and Emmett has a good point that like whenever she's not around him, she's more capable. Because every like you say, every other time we've seen her away from him, she can and is capable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And as a result, she starts to be more successful in class
0: yes and she, and she wins her
1: case and a brilliant point like sperm donors and everything like yeah. if he's now going to come back and claim ownership well, are you gonna look at every tissue he's ever dropped in the bin and claim like that's neglect of the child
0: that's what she says It's, it's reckless like abandonment yeah. yeah
1: and actually it's a really good argument for the case they are
0: for the one they're looking at because
1: she actually previously to this they were talking about that case and she she was saying like yeah he should have parental rights and she's clearly thinking more about it now. Mm-hmm. She could argue the prosecution and the defense; like yeah. she's thinking both sides. And
0: and she beats Warner as well.
1: Yep, yeah, which is awesome. And Callahan asks for her application.
0: Yeah, her resume.
1: Oh my god, it's scented.
0: Yep, he said two months ago I would have thrown this away. Now I'll be sure to put it on file. Yes.
1: Now I honestly. I did think this would be the interval
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I usually get it right and I got it wrong we've got one kind of big moment but I felt like this was a good interval spot because she's all up now it's going to kind of come down and I like the idea yeah. that then the start of act two would actually like her helping Paul out rescue a dog and she's starting to use her powers for good but no we get that before the interval fine mm-hmm.
0: so the guy that plays Dewey yes who's the trailer guy Also plays Kyle, the hot postman. And he also plays... That's
1: really good, like, cast decision. He
0: also plays the Grand Master, which is the guy that lets her into Harvard at the beginning. But he's also, in real life, married to the actress who plays Paulette. Cool. Yeah. Not because of this. Before this, they were already married. There's a small
1: (laughs) joke that I like, that when he's looking at Emmett, his gut's out, and he sees...
0: He sees Elle yeah, and, he, and goes, he
1: sucks it in like, That's funny <laughs> I like the visual humour there Yeah And she lawyers For good And rescues the dog By god she's got it mm-hmm. I think she's got it This is why we study She's got this feeling What is this feeling So sudden and new Musicals you'd rather be watching Right from the moment I saved the dog for you i don't know this is
0: one of those little musical moments though because this isn't officially a song yeah it's called elle's realization and she sings love you ever been in love but it's was that law is this the point of law yeah and because the actress laura balbundi is trying to enunciate enough for us to understand she's not saying love She opens her mouth so wide. Yeah. It just makes me laugh every time.
1: And then we go to so much better. Now, here's my question.
0: And this is the interval song.
1: Yeah. Why are Vivian and who is the other girl? Enid. Enid. So surprised when she reveals she's got the apprenticeship because they've looked at the list already.
0: Enid isn't.
1: But why is Vivian?
0: vivian's name is at the top of the list you can see this in the background it's vivian warner enid and then l
1: but do you i mean i'm I'm willing to
0: believe that vivian saw her name and like whipped around and was like oh my god no
1: because she's also looking for warner's name yeah like i'm sorry especially the way she's learned and well read she's kind of the person who would probably be able to look at the whole picture straight away and take in all the information yeah. Because she's going. And she has as well, seen Elle's name. She
0: would also double check who she was going to be working with. Yes. You're right. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, this, their reactions are completely nonsensical.
0: Yeah. Warner doesn't check it, though.
1: No. And I can understand Warner's surprise because he's only told. He doesn't look, So his yeah. surprise, I'm fine with. But their surprise, no. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no. you're right. And they're not meant to have big reactions because for that part where she reveals that she did get it, yeah. They're they're essentially ensemble. Yeah. They could just stand out of the way and be angry. Like, but Enid doesn't care, only, but...
1: The only person who should be surprised by this reveal...
0: Is Warner. Is
1: Warner. Because every other person has seen that list. She's the last to look.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're all going to be really disappointed that this ditzy blonde girl who's shown no commitment bar one day has got it.
0: One day that we've seen.
1: No, I know. I know. And I'm sure others, but... Th- you get what I mean? Like, yeah. none of them should be surprised when she reveals other than Warner,
0: mm-hmm. And
1: that's a bad direction decision. I agree. Because it's easily justifiable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for me, with the director's thing, they can be angry, but they can't be surprised at the moment. They should already be, they shouldn't be celebrating at this point. It should be a bigger deal Yeah, that Elle has. It should be more What have you
0: done? Well, so this is the thing. Because Vivian has... So Vivian sees the list. She knows everyone that is on there. She turns round because we see that she turns to Warner. He's like, Warner, we got it. She should then go to say, but also, and then he proposes. And then she's already thinking about Elle, which just makes sense for her to be looking at her.
1: This whole sequence doesn't work though. because Because of the fact that they have seen it. It should be like you say. Yeah. But also, and he gets down on her knee and she's like looking out. And then instead of saying yes, she can still do that and be like, but do you know what? I would also quite like here?"
0: She doesn't really want to say yes.
1: No, she doesn't. She does spy out. Mm. If we maybe started the thread, how has she got the position here? Because when...
0: Nobody's suspicious at all. No.
1: We should start the thread here because then when Vivian does realise it's not true, that's a good moment for her, like to, for the growth. Mm. If she spent this whole time at this point thinking she's doing it and then realises yeah. she has a reason to legitimately hate Elle mm-hmm. because she thinks. I would change the narrative here to be triumphant for L. Yeah. But the other side of the people singing is, well, you know why she's got it callahan's yeah. taken by her yeah so when she does see callahan get slapped she realizes
0: i've oh, been um, wrong I'm and i've spread it. in the room so here's the thing vivian in the stage show is two characters from the film yes she's yeah. vivian and she's also that one teacher yeah whose name i can't remember as one person because in the film vivian doesn't see i slap him yeah She doesn't know and actually she goes up to Elle afterwards and is like, well I guess we all know why you were here then. Yeah, And it hurts Elle even more and that's why Elle leaves. It's not because of what Callahan does, it's because she realises nobody's going to believe her because of what she looks like. So she leaves and then when Emmett tells Vivian and Brooke what actually happened Vivian's like, I'm such an idiot
1: yeah but we could still get that moment if in this moment here we sow the seeds of is Elle doing how, a little extracurricular to yeah. get here and then when she realizes again suddenly all of her treatment of el is stopped and she's like i'm so sorry
0: yeah i've been unfounded and I, I would say
1: you. that's how we repurpose this sequence everyone else is there whilst el is celebrating with emmett because emmett knows that she's working hard. Mm-hmm. We still have her kind of notes yeah, with so much none better. Yeah, and it
0: reach Emmett and L?
1: Yeah, because they're talking, celebrating, everyone's whispering in mm-hmm. the side of you know why. Yeah. She's so much better than us. Because look at the opening to Wicked with no one mourns, the wicked killer. Like, they have the bits on this side that no one else can hear.
0: Well, it's the, do you go, Linda, you are just too good. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Have that bit that, Heels oblivious to all the rumors, but yeah. we know these rumors now exist. Mm-hmm. So, whipped into shape,
0: the peak of physical prowess.
1: Yeah. Now this is the thing. I think the song is meh, mm. but I think the choreography is oh just incredible.
0: The when I saw this, one of the guys because. The ensemble cast that I saw was a really small ensemble cast. Yeah. A couple of the men played female inmates at this prison. Which, fine, it made absolutely no difference. But his skipping rope got wrapped around his ankle. And as he yanked it, he did like a little kind of flop (laughs) onto the stage that must happen so often because it's like you're going to trip occasionally. I'd
1: rather see that though. Like the
0: It's kind of funny. So,
1: the only person who it obviously shouldn't happen to is it's Brooke. Brooke. Yeah. However, I'm just really going it. to assume that, yeah, all the. I know it's musical, so everyone can do everything. Mm hmm. But how charming would it be if you get a few of the people struggling in the background?
0: And they're, like, out of breath and they can't do it anymore? Yeah. Yeah, that would be really I'd rather
1: have that from my choreography for this song. Like, don't get me wrong. Everything is absolutely fantastic. Well, so
0: the first part of this song is her music video. Yes. And the second half is actually in the prison. Which the transition is great. The part where the guy fell was in the prison. Yeah. But, like, it was clearly an accident. His the thing got so tangled up that's
1: where it's got to happen in the prison like it's really nice to have the juxtaposition from like prime athletes and the shape of their life to Mm -hmm. the prisoners who are (gasps) yeah i think that's funny
0: yeah
1: show how far she's fallen
0: yeah
1: the pause effect is really really good in this and the
0: hoop that she uses for her frozen skipping rope is fantastic yeah
1: and Callahan says, we must find a way because she won't listen to me because I don't get her. And I'm just saying, well, of course, the only person who stands a chance at
0: getting her yeah. is Elle. And he also says another one of his really like insidious lines, yeah. which is, go and place a little sense in the space between her ears. He has written her off already. Completely.
1: Yeah.
0: This blonde now, fitness bimbo. We could
1: have a really nice moment here where, because everyone else is a student.
0: Mm-hmm. Except Emmett.
1: Except Emmett. If we had a really nice moment where he said something to Elle, Mm -hmm. which is more because he is a smart lawyer and he knows that Elle's an airhead. Yeah. Or he believes Elle's an airhead. And obviously, Brooke will get on with Elle. Now, if if Callahan said something that sounded preferential to Vivian, to Enid... to Yeah, even if it
0: was like, well, she's from your planet, isn't she? Yeah.
1: Off you go. You know what to do. To everyone else, it sounds like, huh, preferential treatment. Mm -hmm. However... We can appreciate that Callaghan, despite being a slimy, gross lawyer, gets his client.
0: Yeah. Whereas in this one...
1: He's supposed to be really clever. Yeah. And we don't get a sense... He's
0: supposed to be a good lawyer.
1: Yes, and we don't get that sense here. He should be playing to his strengths and he's met her once and he should know, do you know what? This is... a perfect person. Yeah.
0: So, because he's met her... He doesn't actually trust Elle.
1: No, but he's met... Brooke, Brooke, before yeah. he posts his apprenticeship,
0: yes? Uh, yeah, he's hired by her before. And then, so he knows
1: at this point, looking at the students he's got, he's chosen L for a reason. Mm-hmm. We could throw in a really great line that makes everyone else think Elle is sleeping with him and getting preferential treatment, but it's actually more just him being a good lawyer.
0: Yeah.
1: So they go and they meet and no one gets it. Even Emmett, who is a good lawyer,
0: Emmett's trying really hard to be nice.
1: And he's being diplomatic. Yeah. He's being a lawyer. He is doing his job.
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: not getting to the core of the thing. Like he's kind of, he's got half the jigsaw, but yeah. he's got a few missing pieces, which Elle will help. Like mm-hmm. their relationship is so great because it's not just Elle that's getting things from Emmett. Emmett gets things from L. He gets the appearance because mm-hmm. whether we like it or not, we have to accept that lawyers I have to look a certain way. But he's also learning the kind of people skills. They both get something from their yeah. relationship, which is awesome. But yes.
0: I love Brooke. Brooke's reaction to all of the different characters is that like Emmett, she's just like, I have no time for you yes. at all. Warner, she's also like, why are you even talking to me? Vivian, she's like, hmm, why should I do time The person that actually murdered my husband, you're an idiot. Yes. And Enid, she's like, yo, not related, (laughs) which is, like, so funny.
1: This is one of the things I do like about Legally Blonde is just how easily the problems are solved, like, in the most ridiculous way. Because, of course, (laughs) how convenient their sorority sisters. I love
0: it. They're from different chapters.
1: No, I know. But, like, they're the same, like... Yeah. The same delta.
0: They're they're from the same sorority, but not from the same university. No,
1: but like sororities span across America. Yeah. I love that. It's such a stupid, easy fix and it's so convenient, but it's great. Mm. It's perfect for this world. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that Elle is lucking into it here. No. Because actually it's...
0: That's so interesting because when this came on in the film or the musical the first thing I thought was, oh, you're going to have a problem with how lucky this is. No, it is lucky, but it's not lucky in the same way. But it's the kind of thing we're set up for in advance. The thing is,
1: with these industries, with anything, it's all about who you know, and you have links. Mm -hmm. And you should exploit those links. Now, the difference is she lucks getting into Harvard based Mm. on her looks. She only gets in because of her dad's money. We could get rid of those things, but here is just her using what she's got at her disposal. And there Mm -hmm. is a difference yeah and the way she then interacts now i don't like that she promises that she won't tell anyone integrity i get that it works
0: out as being a big character trait and i'll
1: tell you what i do like is the fact she doesn't break that promise at this point i didn't like it because i'm thinking she's gonna break that promise
0: she doesn't even tell Emmett. no she doesn't tell anyone and
1: having finished watching it i rescind that note it's a good thing she has integrity, yeah. which obviously everyone picks up on. At this point though,
0: Callahan mentions it. Yeah.
1: At this point though I'm sceptical because I'm like, there's no way she can keep that promise. Mm-hmm. So I rescind that. Her integrity is a great character
0: trait. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he said the name of the show.
0: He called her legally blonde. Yeah, a Shabby Le- Corduroy and Legally Blonde.
1: I love it when um people use the names when they of say things. The thing.
0: My favourite thing, we've been re-watching Glee recently, and one of my favourite things is when they drop the title of the song that they're about to sing, like in the scene beforehand. Yes. We've just watched the episode where, uh, the Whitney episode, where B- Blaine says, it's okay, it's not right but it's okay. And then he immediately starts singing the song and I literally wept laughing because that's terrible. It is. Come and, on. Yeah, but
1: like, it's cheesy, which is what you want.
0: Oh yeah, it's amazing. It's like
1: there's a family guy joke where they, you've got Peter in the cinema, he gets all excited every time they say the name of the film. Mm-hmm. And they go, it's Superman 4, the quest for peace. He goes, ah, that's why it's called it. <laughs> It's so silly. I I like it though. I just
0: think anytime they say the title of the thing, the credits should roll. Yeah. (laughs) End of movie. (laughs) Legally
1: blonde. It is good. Hmm. I like it. And you know what? It gives a reason. This is why it's called Legally Blonde, because it's her nickname. It's
0: his derogatory name for her. But she
1: claims it for herself later on, which is fine.
0: When he says that, he calls her legally blonde and Emmett Shabby Corduroy. Yes. And Elle is like, kind of has a point.
1: Yeah, because she starts to really transform. And she out-argues Emmett. And Emmett's like...
0: You're okay, annoying. <laughs> you
1: got it. And we're going to and take yeah, we it... we get
0: like... the reverse of why you always right.
1: Because yeah. she
0: said it to him earlier on. Why do you always have to be right? And he says it back to her now.
1: And I liked that. I think that's really nice mm-hmm. because she's getting growth. it. Yeah, exactly. And I like the growth. And she is becoming more empowered. And we go to take it like a man.
0: <laughs> what is this place? It's called a department store. <gasps> it's, it's magical. It's beautiful. <laughs> yes, I like
1: this. She's playing to her strengths. And,
0: yeah.
1: You know, usually it's a joke when let's go shopping to fix all the problems. No, yeah. it's actually she's clothing she, montage. Yeah. So they're seen in in Anchorman It's like let's go soup shopping. Hooray! Yeah. But the difference is here. She's she's now saying you need to listen to me because mm-hmm. you can talk the talk, but you are missing things, and I people
0: aren't you. taking you seriously. Yeah unfortunately because of how you look i know what that feels like i'm gonna help you
1: there's something in the air
0: i think it's love
1: clever line what's that smell
0: yeah. subtext by calvin klein I that's like my that. favorite one those yeah
1: i really like the lyrics that's in this the one.
0: actress that plays chutney later on cool yeah
1: i really like those moments because it's just it's a really fun tongue-in-cheek song mm. like this is the kind of thing i'm here for cheesy rom-com
0: yeah the cheesy Satire. rom-com. yeah
1: and it's not offensive and they're playing to their strengths. It's meta in the way that we know the source material. We know what you're here for. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's fun. Watching them change before my eyes. Don't watch
0: me change. Yeah. I, I love
1: that. I, God,
0: I love shopping for guys.
1: Don't watch me change. <laughs> yeah.
0: like. And Emmett tries on the suit and has a weird little moment where he's like, I look like Warner. But better yeah that's the best part. the outside is new, but now it reflects what's yeah, already It's a really in. nice
1: moment and act two has started off so promising yeah i this is the opposite of rent where act one was really fun and act two was not Act Two is not completely free of issues yeah I prefer l in this. I get the empowering side, yeah bar a few notable. Issues, yes, yeah. we'll which I, you agree with me. And I can't believe I've convinced you on that point. I thought I was going to have to really struggle with that.
0: I just love that Elle makes a really big deal out of saying, I'm not trying to change who you are. Yeah. Because I can't change that. And I wouldn't. But you do need to look a certain way for this yeah. to work. You, and yeah. I, of all people, can tell you that. Yeah,
1: Which is good. And do you know what? It's fair. Mm-hmm. Like, it
0: is fair. She's not wrong.
1: Yeah. I did ask you at this point. Would you say Christian Ball and Jonathan Groff have the same playing type?
0: In Christian Ball's younger days, yeah. I would say yes.
1: I could so see, like, not now. Jonathan Groff could play Emmett successfully. Not anymore. Not anymore. But... Again,
0: in his younger days, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I could see that. How would you feel? You're going to say John Barrowman. That's Callahan. Like now as callahan yeah i can 100 percent see that and that's really sad
1: but like
0: <laughs> he makes a, such a good villain though yeah he
1: does and i can see him coming across sleazy enough to be callahan
0: yeah
1: like but you can also see him being swat he'd have to be a peter davidson star where he's like
0: you kind of like him you kind of like it. him and
1: you fall for his charm and then yeah john barryman would be
0: a great Callahan. that's true John Merriman, because we know that you listen to our show, obviously. Please do a revival of Legally Blonde and play Calhoun. I,
1: I would and go see cast that. Cast us. <laughs> I would, and don't cast me.
0: <laughs> you can be. Um, I would be. The, I want
1: to be the script doctor and like,
0: okay, r- fine. resolve
1: some issues. Bradley Cooper has a package for Paulette.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Okay. The I think player. I
0: can kind of see that. Yeah. It's Andy Cole.
1: Okay. This is the worst bit of the show for me. I absolutely loathe this sequence in the musical.
0: Bend and snap.
1: Yeah. I hate, hate, hate it. Now, I I like it in the film. Mm -hmm. And I think in the film, it's earlier and it works better being earlier.
0: Yes. And this is how you've gotten me to agree with you on this. I also agree. If this happened in act one yes i'm on board it fits
1: l's character Mm -hmm. in act one but and if it
0: was after ireland yes paulette sings island and l's like yeah i can help you yeah
1: hundred percent that's where it should be yeah the problem is at this point we have supposedly got a more intelligent empowered
0: l yeah and also like we're in the middle of a court case you're busy (laughs)
1: Shouldn't they be encouraging Paulette to use her brain, like Elle is learning to do? Mm-hmm. Elle is now appreciative of the fact that she can use her brain.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's not about her looks. No, she can communicate things, and she has, and she's proven that to herself. And Paulette is presumably mm-hmm. an intelligence-heavy businesswoman well, to you get pointed, this far.
0: You pointed this out in in this version. Paulette owns the salon. Yes. She doesn't in the in the film.
1: No. But she's intelligent. To be a businesswoman. Yeah. She is intelligent. And she's also helped Elle revise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and can And says, you've got it. Yeah. She's clearly intelligent. Now, should they not be convincing her to use her brain?
0: At this point, This yes, is a massive step should. down for
1: all the growth that Elle has done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Had this been before, and like you say, after Ireland, fine. It suits the tone
0: of Act one.
1: But... At this point, it's completely wrong and it undoes all the good work that the show has done. It's a pacing issue, it's a narrative issue. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I was scared of by this musical.
0: Yeah. You'd seen this, this song, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was aware of this song. I think it works. It can work.
0: Just earlier on. Yeah. Much earlier on.
1: Elle's learned her lesson. She's gone through all this growth. There's more to it at this point. What I will say, I really do like that the men are just as objectified as the women. Me too. Like, that's really cool.
0: Where is Bend and Snap? Bend and Snap, when that happens, we have five songs left.
1: Yeah. This should be It's al- just a
0: weird place yeah. to happen. It
1: should be After Ireland, like you say.
0: Yeah. Do you know what the bit of music is called when Kyle comes in? What? It's Kyle the Magnificent. Which I kind of like. I'm
1: cool with that. Like, it's funny, it's tongue in cheek, and it's quite nice to have that female gaze of objectify the UPS man. I am surprised they got the branding of UPS. Like, I'm, I'm honestly surprised it doesn't just say Delivery Man.
0: Well, like, it's, considering it's dying now, I'm sure they could use the money.
1: Now, they're going to in future years. It will have to be Amazon Prime because nobody will get what UPS is. That's really sad. It is really sad. Like. When we are kids, Support they're the... not gonna understand what a newspaper is in yeah. the rate
0: we're going. Support the postal system guys.
1: Yeah, please do. Right, the other bit. We got a proper like double whammy of hate.
0: Of you don't like these songs, yeah. And I agree with you. <laughs>
1: oh yes, because he doesn't look at me when I'm being sexy. He must be gay.
0: What do you think is worse, right? This version where she does the bend and snap and he isn't looking he doesn't notice her. Or the movie version where she taps her feet because he cuts her in line, and he knows exactly what the brand, styling, and year of the shoes she's wearing they're is. Both as bad as each other.
1: They're both just playing up the stereotype of this is what a gay man should be, mm. and they are both as bad as each other. Yes. Again, it's not positive. I don't necessarily have a right to complain. Straight white male. However, as a teacher, Mm -hmm. I am very aware of the impact of legacy on young people and also the impact of you be the change you want in the world. Mm -hmm. I'm not black, but I'm not going to tolerate racism. Yeah. If I see something that's wrong, I'm going to call it out. And I actually think that we as a society have to call out the things that we see as problematic. otherwise, While
0: elevating the right people. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because otherwise, we are guilty of letting things continue.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with you. This is not good representation. No.
1: And the film doesn't get the representation right either, I would no. argue. Because it's a stereotype. Gay men like shoes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Especially when it's paralleled in the movie against, hey, Warner, what kind of shoes are these? And he's like, oh, uh, black ones. So, yeah. Great. As opposed to, he dated Elle for a really long time, like, I'm willing to believe so he look, knows what kind of shoes she's wearing. The,
1: the flip side is, like, you get, like, lesbian women no cars, right? No, they're, they're, you get that.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you know cars better than I do. Yeah. Like, it's not a fair stereotype. No. And...
0: No, but, like, it's basically it all just falls under gendered nonsense. Yes. And... I have no time for I just... That. I, do you know
1: I didn't even want to watch this song. I knew of this song. I wasn't a fan of it going in. And the fact that it's introduced by her being like, ha, huh, hold on a second, Eureka moment. I'm sexy and he's not looking at me. That doesn't elevate Elle as being empowered or no. smart. It empowers her at being bigoted. Yeah. You might just not be his type.
0: Falling into the um, objectification of men category, I do think it's kind of funny that the poor boy... Wears a thong yeah, to clean the pool. I'll... And that Brooke's like, I just like to watch him. They're yeah, <laughs> not like, having have, a relationship. I have <laughs> no, no issue hot. with that.
1: But do you know what the other thing I don't like is he is kind of villainous. I He's not the villain like I thought he was, but he's lying. Because he's out for personal gain.
0: Yeah, and I've never really understood why. What's he gaining no, from that? Exactly.
1: This? And that's... Other I than also getting
0: think, her put away.
1: But why? There's no reason for it. he's no. he's latched onto an opportunity to get some fame and infamy now i'm sorry but putting a, your gay character in that boat as well like mm. i think it's a double whammy of just
0: if it was that he was sleeping with the daughter chutney yes and like that's why he's lying to save yes. her that makes sense but why is he lying
1: yeah you've you've even you've, you've encoded the gay man as a con man who's just yeah. out for easy money. Yeah. All of and this is we bad could talk, representation.
0: We could talk for a really long time yeah. about queer coded villains. Yeah. And... I'm
1: not the right person to have this. I've studied that kind of, I've, I've studied queer theory for lack of a better term at university with film and there are problems. Yeah. I'm not the person to talk about this. However, I don't think this is empowering. I think this is a really damaging stereotype that again, kids are going to look at this potentially teenage audience and think, huh, well, oh. this is okay. It's in a musical. In 2007, it is okay to think like this. And yeah. it's not. This song is a series of stereotypes about gay men.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not cool with it. So it's revealed that Nikos is gay because his boyfriend's there and he outs him in front of national TV. And then...
1: I will say this. Emich does a really good job of lawyering.
0: Yeah, I kind of love it and I I love a law movie we love a yes. police crime and especially movie. in the
1: way of like it's not done in a nasty your gay way it's just and the name of your boyfriend and he he just goes And with he it. falls for it yeah and it could have backfired and Emmett's confidence to play that move
0: The other thing is we have Callahan who I think is the wrong person to say this line Callahan says if you're wrong we look like homophobes and it will turn the jury against
1: considering us Considering how his Action has been earlier. We know
0: he's a homophobe.
1: I guess though the, the thing is, there's a difference between him in private and him in public, and he knows for a fact, like he's he knows how to win on. the jury. Yeah, because yeah. it's a, the razzle dazzle. Yeah, but Emmett does it so smoothly, and it works.
0: Yeah, and I like, I do like just that. Sh- proving Emmett to be a really, really good yes. lawyer.
1: But again, Ellie, and it's established, Elle is more useful than Warner, and Warner's going to go get. The coffees. Mm-hmm. But Emmett gets no praise. Even though Emmett is the one that gets the kind of confession and the the he's gay.
0: Emmett isn't a hot girl.
1: No, I know. And, and that's the point. Instantly Callahan is gross mm-hmm. because he kisses her.
0: This was great watching with you because he Callahan sits on top of the desk that they were all drinking champagne off of. And it's got books and it's, like, obviously their work desk. And it's another lifeless set. Yeah, he perches on the side of it and there's a big window behind it. And he he's sort of... He's talking to Elle and then he just pats the table beside him and you were instantly like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, <sighs> like, that is such... It's so insidious. It
1: is. And I've got no issue with that being the depiction because it's not like Elle is ever kind of into the idea. He is a sleazy, gross, older man. Yeah. And that's fine.
0: But like, I feel how uncomfortable that is in my bones. Yeah,
1: so do I. And I think actually it is an important thing to depict here that they think they get right that Elle is instantly like, no. And Elle does leave simply because of the shame. Like She's like, I don't want to be near this guy. Yeah. And it's wrong that she should stop this because of him. And she is empowered because she then says, no, do you not screw this man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to rise above it. Well, the
0: thing is, I think if the first person she bumped into after that happened was Emmett, it would be fine. She would stay. But because, and they would get him fired.
1: But because Warner busts in and goes, I knew it.
0: Yeah, and you, you couldn't be here off of your own merit. But what
1: I liked was the fact that Vivian says, Emmett. Shut up. So he said, well, it's not Emmett, sorry. Not Emmett, War- Warner. But you know, shes I knew enough at that point in her performance to be like, she knows that she's not done this.
0: Yeah, so when Callahan kisses Elle.
1: Can I just point out, I really wish he didn't get as far as kissing her. Yeah. I, he
0: really grabs her. And it's I'd, re- I'd rather
1: he moves in and gets slapped before there's any contact. Just because it's
0: too much. That's what happens in the film.
1: It's too much. For me personally.
0: The issue is, you if you're setting Vivian up to be the Warner shut up line, yeah. you have to have Warner see them kiss, which is what happens. They're in the window behind. Warner sees them kiss and yeah. he runs off. And then Elle pulls back slaps Callahan, yeah. and Vivian sees the slap.
1: Yeah, no, I do get that point. And and just, for it to do work, you know what though? Perhaps it should be awkward to watch because we need to look and see that this behavior is not to see acceptable. see how uncomfortable yeah, it is. Yeah, it just, it is uncomfortable and they do that really well.
0: Yeah.
1: I just wish, like I said earlier, can we not have more of this thread of everyone thinking she's having it off with him so that when you see Vivian stand there and be like,
0: Oh, it was wrong. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Because
1: you look at her and there is so much remorse but you don't get that because it's not like she's been spreading rumors or indulging in this gossip. No, I just wish there'd been something said before,
0: like a build-up to it. Yeah. yeah, especially if
1: Elle's not aware of
0: it. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah, because then you've got Warner being like, "Oh, I guess everything everyone's been saying about you is true."
1: And then it's even worse because this is why she's she doesn't got to leave. know that. Yeah, and she's like people think this, and no wonder she wants to leave at this point because mm. everything's fake.
0: The way that the guy grabs Elle's face and i don't know whether this is just like the night that they did this when they were being filmed and they knew it was going to be closer up so he has to actually hold on to her face whereas normally he might not do that but you can see afterwards where his hand has been on yeah, her face she has it's like a red mark and then they're probably working she... a little
1: snugger because yeah. they're being filmed
0: but when she slaps him oh she got him yeah. <laughs> it was amazing
1: <laughs> she gave him a receipt that's for yeah, sure yeah
0: that was and, and I'm sure she doesn't do that every night either
1: now this is the thing this is the first real hardship that Elle has encountered presumably in her life
0: when you say real hardship hardship is
1: uh... I'm being mean I'm sure but this is the first point in, in the L we've seen where she actually has a right to to be dejected and kind of like, I've because she has worked so hard for this and to be reduced to that. She um, deserves better. And it's the first the time is, where where she must have felt like I've I've earned this and I've worked hard and I'm never gonna rise above it. And I, I hate that. Why should I be stuck in this way? It's not like when she breaks up with Warner because yes, that's sad and that's a hardship, but she hasn't worked at the relationship the same way she's worked at this because she has put serious effort.
0: Yeah. The thing is like we can say as often as we want like oh well you know compare her pain to like Emmett. Yeah. Well you can't. They're not the same person. No. And, and it's all subjective. of the pains that she's had, yeah, pain is subjective and you can never compare your own pain to somebody else's because you haven't felt theirs. No. And they haven't felt yours. No. And yeah, they might not be at all similar, but she has felt pain before and... Yes,
1: but I think this is the first... I would say this is the first time where she's felt soul crushed. And I would say that this experience... The person Elle is now, hmm. this experience, she would look at her breakup with Warner and be like, yeah, that was nothing compared to this. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. me being a teenager. This is me.
0: For sure, but we can all do that with our yeah. lives. No, I know.
1: But I think this is the first time that we as an audience actually can look at it and be like, yeah, but this is the first time you really f- had to go through and endure a serious hardship. And it makes her sympathetic at this point. I think it's mm-hmm. really important. Yeah, we get cause...
0: this this titular song, the yeah. Blonde. Yeah, because this is the
1: thing. When she breaks up with Warner it's just kind of like, okay, it's annoying. It's You don't feel sympathy for her in the same way as it's kind of, because she's so over the top about this. Like, she is. She's so over the top. But with this, it's more muted.
0: Yeah, this is like the difference between I'm crying because I need someone to hear me, and I'm crying because I can't stop crying. Yes,
1: yeah, exactly. And I felt so sympathetic with her. And I think this is a really important thing. This is where it's empowering at kind of standing up for... This isn't acceptable and I'm going to fight it, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there is the easier fight to just not.
0: Yeah, this and is... I think, I
1: think This was lovely. This was a really nice moment that was needed for her character.
0: Mm-hmm. This is also where we find out that Emmett is madly in love with her. Yes. Or where he verbalises it for the first time. It's kind of obvious before yeah. that. But his singing against her through the door. Yeah. I like this little simple...
1: I just wanted him to ask to build a snowman, though
0: you suck um <laughs> no it's it is him a really seeing through the moment. door you know that i'm so much in love and she can't hear him anymore because she's like having her breakdown it's it's nice and moving yeah and, yeah 100 yeah. percent. vivian
1: finally gets it yeah so it, this
0: is the bit that should be the teacher yeah the but i like teacher. i do like this it vivian. works that it's vivian yeah
1: I, I like that Vivian is there getting her hair done and she's like, Hold on a second, don't give up so easily. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you and, mean you're leaving? Yeah.
1: And she says, Here's your suit, suit up.
0: And she With a says, navy no, suit. Yeah. I'm never
1: gonna wear that again. She goes into the cupboard. Quick change.
0: Oh, you're in the supply closet.
1: <laughs> How did that suit get in the storage?
0: We don't care. No. It, it was underneath her clothes. I
1: firmly believe she's literally just done a clock head spun in circles and Wonder like, that's Woman's spin, yeah. yeah. So It's a great, it is a great reveal. She is now Elwood's Yeah. Lawyer. Yeah, she is Legally Blonde. She's, Mm -hmm. she's claimed the nickname now. She's like, you know what? If you think that's all I am, I'm going to show you what Legally Blonde is. Yeah. Do you know what? That's empowering. And I will put my hands up and say like, yeah, Mm -hmm. she isn't going to let him get to her. She is going to take what he thinks she is Mm -hmm. and show that's not a bad thing because I'm still better than you. Yeah. And that's awesome.
0: The only thing with this song that I could live without, because this is the Legally Blonde remix It's two. They're like extended dance break. I'm a big fan of an extended dance break. Normally it's a tap number.
1: I don't mind the river dance. I think river dance is great. I think it's fun.
0: Yeah. It's just very jarring. It's just like a weird moment that I can live without. There's i love some... that her parents show up
1: there are some very weird like cultural appropriation bits in this riverdance being one of them but also like earlier when you've got elves trying to study and you've got like these pasty white boys singing like they're jamaicans
0: i i agree but because they're frat boys I know. my mentality of it is like well yeah of course they are. i know but
1: it's weird to be seen on the stage like this
0: yeah like, and they're not villainized for it no so. it's, it's
1: just it's a weird thing it's kind of a throwaway joke
0: Yeah, and it's
1: the same with Riverdance like, there's no actual reason for it it doesn't enhance the plot
0: yeah.
1: I don't know it's impressive I like Riverdance and it's impressive and the choreography's great I just don't need it it's not
0: great Irish dancing have you ever seen actual Riverdance? Yeah, yeah
1: my mum was obsessed with Michael Flatley <laughs> Honestly, cool. I, 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 my mum is an
0: Irish dancer. I
1: have very, very fond memories of my mum putting the VHS of like Riverdance on. Like she went with my nan and like her sisters and my aunts to go see yeah, Riverdance live, I saw and then and I've got very fond memories of watching Michael Flatley and being like, "This is incredible," and yeah. I want to do it. Like I do. I do river dance. There's a
0: boy in my class at school who was like nationally ranked.
1: Yeah, I wasn't nationally ranked. I would just do it for fun in my living room and act like I was doing it. (laughs) There's a difference. (laughs) So it's nice to watch, but hey-ho. We go to the courtroom.
0: Scene of the crime. Yeah, Elle realises very quickly that Chutney is saying that she got a perm and then immediately got in the shower.
1: Let's go to the scene of the crime.
0: I would like to go to the bathroom. You should have gone before we started. No, I would like us all to go to the bathroom together. Why do we, girls always do that? And then the three girls hit him.
1: I like that. That's a stupid line, but it works because Warner, Warner is an idiot. And yeah, an idiot. and that's fine. And I'm cool with that. Mm. Like, it's funny. And I love the kind of she avenged against point. no, I want us all to go to her bathroom.
0: Yes, the scene of the crime together. Oh, we skipped over that Brooke has fired Callahan.
1: Oh, yeah. Which great.
0: Yeah. But here's she's, a question. She's told Brooke... Well, Emmett tells Brooke what happened, and Brooke fires Callahan and hires out. Yeah,
1: which... Love it. Like, yeah. That is a really nice moment. But I don't think it's comeuppance enough for Callahan.
0: No, we find out what happens. I in don't him think that's like.
1: comeuppance for Callahan either. Sure. I think he needs
0: worse. But, yeah, and... I mean, it's statutory rape. He should be arrested. Exactly. But, you know... And the
1: worst he gets his divorce, which, great. He can go pursue all the other women he wants, like... I feel like he's actually kind of got what he wanted out of it. Yeah, he's I think lost... the
0: point is he's taken a fall from grace more than... Yeah.
1: I like the idea that he probably tried to defend himself as a divorced lawyer and still lost everything. Yeah, probably. Which is probably the best thing. And now like his style's is going to plummet because he can't even defend himself.
0: Yeah.
1: It does beg the question, like, so she's a student lawyer.
0: Mm-hmm. In the film it's explained...
1: Yeah, I know, but it, and I'm not criticizing the narrative here. But like, surely, if she wins this case, like you graduate.
0: <laughs> first no, you graduate. because it goes on Emmett's record, okay. not hers. Because the only reason she can is because Emmett's do involved. it is because Emmett has his license. Yeah.
1: That's not. I'm not, and I'm not criticizing the decision because, like, yeah. you can defend yourself.
0: Yeah, like, it's the same reason that, like, if she'd have been the one asking the questions with Callahan still in charge it would just look good for Callahan yeah. because she's his student yeah. so it works the same way for but it's Emma.
1: It, it's a massive i mean if you're at Harvard and you're yeah, in you this kind good. of case and they're like right okay we expect bright things from you like it's awesome and mm-hmm. i love the bit where they turn it into the isn't that room.
0: just the reveal that the the actress playing the judge has been sat on a toilet the whole time is just oh, yeah. really like, funny
1: again Visual humor that I'm here for for this like mm-hmm. that's what it should be it should be it should be cheesy funny and the,
0: the stenographer has been writing on toilet paper
1: yeah and yeah. she rolls it out and I like oh that God, when
0: we the and what up. I like
1: is that when the judge goes to sit back down on the toilet she has to put the seat she down. has to put the seat down mm-hmm. Whereas like she's probably been sat with the seat up anyway but it's the way she does it is yeah. really awesome but yeah L wins
0: yes they bring out Enid and Enid has the perm.
1: Yeah, Enid's kind of become like, it's weird because Enid was quite serious, and I feel like Enid's character has just completely devolved to become just she's kind of a joke.
0: Yeah, but also in the Legally Blonde remix, yeah, it's her and Vivian singing. She was also at the salon with yeah. them. Oh my god, that woman can sing. Some of the notes she's hitting and belting as well yeah. is just incredible. She's a fantastic performer.
1: I know you said to me today that Enid got more character development. And I must have missed it.
0: Mm.
1: I didn't get any sense of her being anything other than like that first time we meet her and she's at the Peace Corps to be like Harvard pretentious posturing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then to be insulted by Callahan.
0: Yeah.
1: And then that's it kind of, she didn't get much more from me. I must have missed it.
0: So, the majority of it is, like, background stuff, obviously. We have the Gloria Steinem thing. Yeah. But then, during the court case, when, before they sing Gayo European, she shows the bend and snap, and Warner stands up and says, maybe you should do it again. And her and Vivian, like, hit him. Yeah. And then, she looks back at Elle, and she's like, yeah, maybe you should. (laughs) She has, like, a little moment. But then... When she is sat next to the three Delta New Girls, she's chatting with them and having a great time, and she gets on with them. And then when they go to the crime scene, she's the one that they put the perm on. Yeah, because Paulette
1: does it quickly as like a favourite to be like.
0: Mm. You assume there's going to be have been some time between these two things for her to have done a full perm. Well, yeah,
1: because they've all travelled, like they've they yeah. had, probably
0: had to wait to get on a coach and yeah. for everything. So they put. Enid in the shower and she wets her hair, and the perm comes out, and then Elle wins the case by getting Chutney to say that she meant to kill Brooke. But
1: what I really like as well is that Chutney instantly, like, instantly she's won the case because Chutney's like, Well, you shouldn't get in the shower straight after getting a perm, stupid. Yeah. And she's like, And
0: Elle's like, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then she does get the confession. So, like, Elle's already won at that point. Yeah. But then Chutney's confession is great.
0: And I,
1: kind of understand her motives like it's a really silly it's case. a
0: weird meaning but it's like, a
1: really sure. silly case which mm-hmm. fits the tone of this film yeah like again it's convenient that it happens to come down to fashion but like sometimes cases come down to silly things like this yeah and it's perfect for l the it's best thing is, in this world
0: in the movie yeah it's bruiser that realizes not l <laughs> I know, and I love
1: that. I I miss Bruiser.
0: Yeah, where's Bruiser? Bruiser isn't in any of Act Two. There's a line in the Legally Bond remix where she says, "Hand me my dog, hand me my bag," and they hand her the dog bag, and he is in it.
1: Yeah, but Bruiser's a big draw,
0: mm-hmm. and we
1: don't get enough of him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's disappointing. So Warner was wrong to not take her seriously, and he apologizes, and he's like, "Right now, I'll marry you." She's like,
0: oh vivian broke up with you didn't she yes
1: and i thought we're gonna have <laughs> I love
0: that. uh
1: kitchen ball oh no because they don't kiss not yet right my problem with it is is this
0: i think going up and kissing him after some other guys just tried to propose to you would be in bad taste no no
1: no, no. and i agree with that but the problem is they don't explicitly say that they're now in a relationship
0: oh when they play where are they now yeah uh it just goes
1: straight into her. Paulette pro- should yeah.
0: say they've been dating for three yes. years. Yeah. It goes
1: straight into her proposing to him. Mm-hmm. We need some kind of reference to be like actually like let's have them get together. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just like they're friends, but now she's taking the plunge. I love that she proposes. Yeah. That's awesome. We need more it's not a joke. It's 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 depicted seriously.
0: I love that she, she sings, Emmett Forrest, would you please make me the happiest woman I know? And he sings, oh my, oh my, oh my God. Yeah. Which is great. Like rehashing of the yeah. start. Ugh.
1: No, it is. And I think sometimes the idea of women proposing is presented as a joke and it shouldn't be. Mm. Like, why not? Why can't women
0: propose? You know Hannah Witten. Yes. She proposed to her fiancé. Cool. Mm-hmm. Big so, fan.
1: So, find my way. She's grown. She's valedictorian. Yep. I do wonder if getting fired and divorced is the only comeuppance for Callahan. Like, I'd love more to be like, yeah, he's... Well,
0: a... so, he ran for governor. Yeah. And he... to do that, he would have had to step down from his teaching position. Yes. So he's already not a teacher and he doesn't win his governor place and now his wife's divorcing him, which, if he was running for governor, yeah. would be very publicly shameful. Yeah.
1: So I just feel like it's not enough considering how sleazy and yeah, horrible I he agree. is. Yeah, I agree. You know, I'd like a line that is kind of like, where's Callahan?" Well... <laughs> He has no money. He cannot get a job to save his life because he's, you know, all of this. Like it just he's feels like creepy. he's creepy. still got the potential. There's nothing definitive. That's like he was outed as a rapist. Yeah. Which I don't want it to get that far, but like it is. You get still get the idea he could bounce back.
0: Hmm.
1: I want it to be that he's completely
0: yeah. bottom. I love the what the girls are all doing with their law degrees. Enid's family law. When she wanted to join the oh, Greenpeace. Yeah, it's Enid practised family law. Vivian's joined up with the Peace Corps. Yeah. Which is hilarious.
1: Vivian has some really good growth.
0: Yeah, and Warner quit because he makes more money modelling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I really like the... I think that's such a clever idea. Like, Where Are They Now is mm-hmm. a really clever, yeah. like, song and a way to do it. Poor Paulette. Three kids in three years. Yeah, she must have married UPS Kyle, guy yeah. so quickly. Like they must have got married the next day mm-hmm. and literally started three kids right away.
0: Yeah, like
1: three kids in three years.
0: Woof. Woof.
1: And now he's kissing Bull.
0: Yeah,
1: I I wish they could make it clear they were dating though.
0: Yeah,
1: and that is legally blonde.
0: Yay! I had a great time, as I always do with this musical. What did you think?
1: Who's your MVP?
0: Brooke Wyndham. The actress that plays yeah. Brooke. Her name is... In front of me. Nikki Snelson. Anyone that can do that level of skipping and sing at the same yeah. time while jumping up and down. Amazing. I
1: certainly appreciate Brooke. My MVP is Emmett.
0: Yeah. I thought it would be. Yeah. I love Christian Ball. Yeah, so do I. I but think he's I think a phenomenal performer. The physicality required for Nikki Snelson. Yeah, I, I, I get that.
1: I think... I really liked Emmett because he was just relatable and he was very well performed. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of that. Yeah. My best song, I've got two. It's take it like a man and chip on my shoulder.
0: Both of Emmett's then. I
1: I could put them on, I will be putting them on my Spotify playlist. Nice. Those will be the only Legally Blonde songs I put on my Spotify playlist. We'll see. We'll see which ones resonate with me over the weeks. Because, like, I'm sure...
0: You enjoyed the jokes in Sirius. Yeah,
1: like, I feel like that might make it. But we've got to see. Like, for now, those are the only two I'm itching to hear more of. Mm -hmm. What's your best song? What is your favourite song? In
0: Oh, I like all of them. Legally Blonde, The Ballad, is, like, one of my go-to shower songs. Because I really like that one. The remix is a bop. I have a good time with all of these. I really like Chip on My Shoulder. I think it's going to be Chip on My Shoulder. Cool. Out yeah. of
1: curiosity, what is your worst song?
0: Ooh. Probably Harvard Variations. I really appreciate it as from a songwriting perspective and having all their different stories layered in together and the da, 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 that sounds yes. like university music very clever like kind of boring yeah like i appreciate it but it's not i I would skip past it on the soundtrack yeah. that and i have the same feeling about blood in the water it's, but a, it's good a good song.
1: character song it's not i wouldn't want to listen to it no
0: exactly i'd skip it yeah. on my playlist yours is uh Gay, European, and
1: bend or snap. Yeah. Bend or snap is salvageable. <laughs>
0: bend or snap.
1: <laughs> bend and snap, whatever. You can bend you can or choose. Snap.
0: You can bend or snap. <laughs>
1: Don't do both. Bend and snap is salvageable. Bend and snap
0: is a bop to listen to.
1: I think in terms of worst song where it's placed within the narrative, mm. it's that one. Yeah. Because it undoes everything. I've talked about it. We know why. Yeah male european there's there's nothing redeemable about it i would cut that song and i'd rework that moment given the chance yeah because i think
0: i don't understand why they don't just have like they changed it already yeah you could have changed it further you could just have l walks out into the corridor and she sees him with his boyfriend yes and is like Oh my God. Yeah. Why
1: can it not be something like that? And no one else in her team believes her because they won't exit. But only Emmett, only Emmett. Emmett's
0: like, I believe you. And
1: actually, you can still have Callahan do the line game. You can't do that because we'll be seen as homophobic.
0: Yeah. They're just
1: accusing him of being <laughs>
0: gay. Just have Elle be like, You're already a homophobe. Yeah. Can we move on.
1: And that works better. Have it be that we have the team there and you have Elle pondering, What can I do? And she's on the phone bending snap. And then she looks around and she realizes she sees him having a heated discussion with his boyfriend, mm-hmm. kisses him she's
0: like or like he tries to kiss his boyfriend his boyfriend's like no I'm done with this and walks away and and he's like
1: and then you have Elle step back into the conversation going he's gay yeah and they don't take her seriously because they think it's just because he's not paying her attention because they can because we know that Vivian and Warren don't take her seriously but Emmett is the sorry I keep saying (laughs) saying Warren but Emmett is the only one that takes a chance and just does it and Mm. goes wrong that's better that's what I would do Mm mhm I'm cool with that. I still don't like that the character's gay. I feel like it's, yeah, kind of weird. But hey ho, you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Which role would you want to
0: play? Vivian, probably.
1: I could see being a good Vivian, like with yeah. the growth. I still wanted to have more growth. Yeah, I know. But what she does have is good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like it could be better. And I with like more threads.
0: I fairly exclusively when I did do a lot of acting always got cast as either comedy psychic, yeah. which would be Enid, or like nice, polite ingenue. Yeah. Which is Elle. And I'd love to play a villain. Yeah. <laughs> I more. think it would be fun. Villains are more fun. I enjoy being comedy psychic. Yeah. I make an excellent button. Yeah.
1: I like I like doing the comedy, but I also like being the villain. Yeah. I did say Emmett. It's mm-hmm. very rare I like being the love interest. Mm-hmm. Emmett is so relatable as a character. And like, I see the world through his eyes, his journey of being like, oh my God, there is more.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, Emmett does, Emmett's guilty of judging her when he first meets her. And, you know, he's got every right to considering he's the one person in Harvard that's kind of. He's like
0: really worked to be there. And she
1: is the antithesis of like everything he's fought against. But he gives her a chance and he quickly realizes he's wrong and he learns from her and he's not so obnoxious he doesn't he's a good character i put out on twitter and instagram (laughs) i need to hear some views on legally blonde the musical having seen it i don't think i'm the target audience for it and perhaps that's clouding my judgment i don't want to be unjustly negative about it tell me convince me what are your thoughts now if you are still listening i'm sorry if it's been a really negative experience for you i would like to think i have been fair I would like to think I have been balanced. I've talked about things I've liked. Yeah. I maybe have been more vocal on things I didn't like, but I'd like to think I've at least been fair. Yeah. On Twitter, Jared Good, so at Jared Good, Mm -hmm.
0: responded,
1: the at Broadway backstory episode was what won me over. I've not had a chance to listen to that in the time, but I will be educating myself and listening to Broadway backstories episode on Legally Blonde to kind of see what their vibe is maybe somewhere down the line we'll do a Legally Blonde revisited
0: maybe you that'd know that'd be
1: fun on Instagram got quite a few replies we had chili.chocolate underscore who said I think it's great it's one of the musicals that really got me into theatre the availability of a pro shot on YouTube is amazing and the songs are all so catchy so much better is one of my favourite songs ever which one was so much better?
0: Act One Finale.
1: That's a good song. But mm-hmm. I think the sequence needs to be reworked. Yeah. But it's a good song. And I think it really nailed the transition from a movie to a musical. Also, Christian Ball, I rest my case. And I respond, Christian Ball is amazing. Uh, but when isn't he amazing?
0: Yeah. Thank you, Chili Chocolate. For...
1: Yeah. No, thank you so much for that. I think it is a good song. And I think this is something we've said as well. In, in the interim between watching and recording. Do you know what? If this musical is what gets somebody into musical theatre. Yeah. Fantastic. I feel like it perhaps is very much entry level teenager into the medium. Sure. But that's not a bad thing. Who cares? If it gets someone into it and if it inspires them, that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. It's anyway.
0: light and it's fun. Yeah. it's a good time.
1: Yeah. Brian Reavy. Mm -hmm. It's my favourite musical of all time, changed the game for the modern day movie turned music trend and expanded and improved the story, underrated and legendary. We've already talked about that, the whole idea that this is one of those ones that, you know, without it, we don't have the trends of School of Rocks, of Beetlejuice, of Mean Girls. Whether we like that trend or not, we've talked about it earlier, but I can appreciate that we have some awesome musicals now that we enjoy. Because of Legally Blonde.
0: Yeah. And Brian Reavy, if you are listening, which I hope you are, I saw on your Instagram page that you played Carlos in a version of Legally Blonde. So that's very cool.
1: So must be quite a personal one as well there. Mm -hmm. The other person who reached out to us was Izzy, the audition coach. DM'd us and said, I love it because it has independent and smart female leads. Attached a really good review yeah uh legally blonde the feminist musical of your dreams by tess norman which was published november 28th 2016 i read through the article and you know what there are some really really good points in it that definitely made me rethink my initial this is not as strong as people think it is sure it is strong and i did i was wrong initially Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i still think there's a way to go Yes, it's 2007, and perhaps the language is different. I think modern versions of this play need to consider making changes. changes. Yeah,
0: I agree.
1: I would say, yeah, okay, for 2007, it probably is strong and feminist. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I still don't like slut-shaming, especially when they're supposed to be from girls who we consider good think that's problematic i still think there's issues with the lgbtq plus representation Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so i i would say the show still has some work to do but has established a really good base for 2007 yeah i mean there are loads of musicals that are problematic that need to change and need to evolve we've been talking about avenue q yeah and what we would do there's a very difficult character That's it's going to need some very serious revisions, I think, for Avenue Q to be acceptable in 2020. Hmm. I don't want Avenue Q to die a death. I really like that musical. But I think the character of Christmas Eve needs to be revised heavily. Sure. So I think Legally Blonde with a few similar revisions could really be...
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: ...something special. I had given it one star. Had. Had.
0: Right. Meaning that you've changed it and it's now a higher.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's not gone down to zero. Since. <laughs> talking through it with you yeah. always tends to help because you'll call me out on my nonsense. Yeah. And be like, you being too mean. Mm-hmm. And it actually does help me see the light. The Twitter responses, the Instagram responses have also shown that.
0: Yeah.
1: I think I'm fully aware.
0: You're not the target.
1: I'm not. The, yeah. They're not selling *Legally Blonde* the musical to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is fine. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it two and a half stars instead.
0: Okay.
1: I think so. That's, that's a jump. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like if I was to see a version with maybe the few changes I'd wanted, it's a it's a musical that will will go up massively. Like, I think there's issues with it that for me stop my enjoyment. Mm-hmm. But you have two very good characters in L and Emmett. Mm-hmm. Vivian could have a bit more. Callahan is, I think, depending on how you play him could do a lot. So there are some good things. I would say two and a half stars overall.
0: Yeah, cool. That's so, good.
1: Yeah, a bit more positive.
0: Nice. Keep it positive.
1: Ha ha, ha. <laughs> So yes, if you have stuck with us this long, thank you you know, again, feel free to get involved in the conversation and maybe point out some things of where I'm wrong. Sure. By all means. I've said it enough times to to be transparent. Like, perhaps I'm missing things because of who I am as a person. Yeah. But then art is subjective.
0: Everything is.
1: Everything is subjective. And who knows? What are we watching next week?
0: Well, it's a new month. It's September now.
1: It's Annie, isn't it?
0: It's time for the last instalment in are we the not ultimate Annie viewing experience.
1: Definitive Annie viewing experience.
0: It's Dave, isn't
1: it? Yeah, Dave. It? Are we not going to watch a live recording of the stage show then?
0: No. Oh, because is there show. isn't a good I version.
1: Could. Cool. So and
0: obviously we don't watch bootlegs, so... Yeah,
1: so Annie next week. Fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Let us know, and we'll put this on Twitter and Instagram as well. Did you like, without... Posting any spoilers, because obviously Danny hasn't seen it. Did you like the changes that they've made to modern Annie? And if so, what's your favourite one? And if you didn't, how come?
1: I might do a poll as well, you know, with the three Annies for you to say which is your favourite Annie. Mm-hmm. I think that would be interesting to kind of get a sense of what Twitter and Instagram considered to be their favourite Annie.
0: Yeah, maybe um, do a poll as well to see if the people like the version we're going to be watching
1: yeah so you know let us know we'll read out your tweets your instagrams that would be fantastic so we will be back next week with annie yep in the meantime you can follow us on twitter and instagram at it's a musical pod please follow us if you like the show please recommend us to a friend it's like that film pay it forward if you tell one person hopefully they will then tell another person yeah but please do if you are enjoying what we do Like and follow us on whichever podcast platform you listen. Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. We are on Stitcher. We don't talk about it enough, but we are on Stitcher. Mm -hmm. Let us know your thoughts. Get in contact with us. It really helps us. Yeah. And we love it. We love hearing from people, like seeing all these responses too Legally Blonde just within twenty four hours of watching it and then talking about it, like it's it's awesome to have the opportunity to talk with people, be it, be them involved in the musical theatre industry or be them just fans of musical theatre. It's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I think we wanted to do this is to actually in, engage with people. Yeah. So if you're liking what we do, please let us know.
0: And if you're one of our students <laughs> listening to this, I hope you're ready for school on Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. I know what day it is. (laughs) I'm not ready for school yet. It will be Thursday. I hope you guys are. Yes,
1: I am very excited to get back in a classroom and actually interact with you guys. If any of you are listening.
0: I'm sure they all are.
1: I'm kind of worried if they are. Like, (laughs) God. But if, if you are and you've listened this far to Legally Blonde... And you're one of our students who've listened to Legally Blonde, thank you. Yes. You know why. But yeah, I can't wait to catch up with you all this week. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really exciting. So until then, until then, you can catch us, same bat place, same bat channel.
0: And have a. Oh,
1: before we go, I do um, want to say happy birthday to your mum.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Because this episode drops on her birthday.
0: Yeah. Happy birthday, mum.
1: Happy birthday. I'm sure we'll have seen her on the day. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, tune in next week. Same bat place, same bat channel. Drew?
0: And until then, have a magical musical mother.